Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Room of Deconia, where legends are born, myths are made, and adventures as common as commoners. I'm your DM, Andy, and today, on my right, we have... Giovanni, Melkor. Zor is here. Hey guys, it's Sam, coming back as Domezio. And Arthur is Bomber. Alright, last time, we had a very interesting, interesting episode. Uh, we met Bomber. As a last encounter for the first day. After that, you had a nice, easy, relaxing day until two of you decided to tempt fate. And wanted another encounter. Let it be known, Demasio was not one of the two. <laughs> also let it be known that Andy did not roll for said encounter, so if anything were to happen, it's not on me. <laughs> um, for the second to last encounter, Zor met a very old friend named Zog. You guys got into a fight, had a little bit of a conversation, and Sam, the player, had a revelation of how evil I can be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, pretty much. It still has yet to be revealed to the rest of the party. Uh, during said fight, unfortunately, Bomber had to be knocked out. Well, Arthur, Arthur, Alex. Hi, Alex. Alex. Hey, Alex. Um, had to leave for the day, and unfortunately, you have to leave early again today, too. But yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. Um, and we're going to pick back up. I will re-describe this creature as best as I possibly can to the detail that I did before. Um, but Copy and I paste your audio from the previous <laughs> session. <laughs> that would be the easy way out. <laughs> I'm going to test myself. But I'm going to grab the book first. This <laughs> whole fucking space. <laughs> I was laughing at how large this mini is compared to the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Got a brand new mini. Not that. That fits. It does fit. It fits him. It does look a lot like the picture you showed me. I was going to say Kyle. It's very close. It does look a lot like Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. No, he's way better looking. Than Kyle. <laughs> As I described last time, on your journey. A few hours after your encounter with Zog, carrying your unawoken new friend, Bomber, um, you come across a scene of... It's slowly creeping in as you get farther and farther into the section of jungle. You see grass, parts of trees, leaves. Things are turning gray and dead. And the closer you get to... Well, I should say, the more you walk into it, the more prevalent it becomes. Trees are withered, almost mal malnourished. You see bones and skeletons of animals, small and large, scattered throughout the area. Until you come to a clearing where many of the trees have been knocked down and almost no life exists. Is it like the uh, elephant graveyard in Lion King? <laughs> what the hell is it called over the, the, the shadow? The Shadowlands? Yeah. Uh, a little bit, yeah. As you come to this clearing, you see a strange black creature. It's it's form surrounded by this black tentacle-like essence that I could only relate to Kingdom Hearts, the the heartless kind of look with the tentacles and the sharp pointed edges and everything. In the heart of it, that the tentacles surround, you see a a light kind of peer out through 
through them as it creates this thick, massive ball. Beneath it, you see this... I don't want to say portal, but like a giant pool of void energy. The dark, starry night sky, the nebula-like essence below it. As it seems to be drawing power from it in order to make itself grow. That is what you see. That is what the pool is representative of there. And I need you all to roll initiative. So initiative, that's your d20 plus your dexterity. Oh, shit! <laughs> that 20, baby! Zor! Got it. <laughs> 20. Natural 20? Yeah. Okay. First roll ever. Dang. <laughs> Should I go? I mean, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I'm at the bottom. First roll. Seven. Okay. All right, so Kyle, what'd you get? Nat 20. Nat 20. We both got Nat 20? Wow. <laughs> okay, whose dexterity is higher? Minus. Yeah. I got, I got so close to Where's your sheet? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that would be helpful there, Kyle. What's I your... put it in that book. Here, it's in the book. I love Skrill and I use my book. What's your oh. deck set? Seven. His is... Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, his is high. Uh, okay, and then what did you get? 16. Anthony? I probably... or... 16. Alex. Alex, Alex sorry. 14. 14. Anthony, Anthony. 14. Okay. Let me roll for a couple people here. So Why? We... There's only one bad guy. Twig and <laughs> okay, I forget. I forget the adventure. I just want to make sure. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, up next is Twig, and we'll have his buddy, whose name I forget, go up, and then we have the enemy, and then we have Sam. Okay. So Kyle, this is your turn. Alright, so I'm just going to make this aware that every time I roll from now on, just so I don't make confusion or I'm not, like, metagaming, I'm always Azure rolling two uh, rolls, and I'm always doing Great Weapon Master. So that way I don't ever leave it out. It's just, it's just, it's just always happening. Okay, unless I'm trying to be nice. I would... Um, <laughs> It'd be better for you if I went first. So I was wondering if I roll a D. I still didn't roll my D four. You did cast guidance, so you can. Yeah, that's fine. Would that put me ahead of the cow? So. Or not? Here's the thing: a natural twenty is the best result that you can possibly get. Yeah. But when it comes to a tie, I typically, I typically give, um, whoever has the higher higher dexterity modifier first. But Kyle can hold his turn. Well, you would have to hold your action until he hastes you if you really wanted to. I'm going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna rage. Rage! All right, so okay, let's there's rage. There's a bonus action. Um. Yeah. So we'll rage, and I am going to. Can I go in defense mode? Can I just shell up? Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> no. Um. I'm gonna. Uh. I am going to make sure I am placed properly, yeah. and I'm going to say I'm. Pretty good. You can yeah, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm just gonna defend Wait. and just sit here <laughs> looking so into are, the it, monster. So I am going to use my turn, Azor. I'm gonna look into this weird looking thing, and I'm not decking him because I don't know what the hell to say. But Kyle, if, if you don't, I don't think you can hold your movement though. You no, can't no. hold your movement though. Okay, well, <laughs> then I'm going to. So I'm gonna go this way. 
And then I'm going to go back this way. <laughs> Wait, are you hold? Are you trying to hold an action yeah. for when Geo hastes you? I thought you were gonna attack right away when I hate you. No, I'm just gonna. Hold, I'm gonna sit because uh, I don't know what I'm attacking. I'm so confused. you're gonna take the dodge. Action. You're not gonna oh, attack God. the big black monster. I'm looking at it, and I'm it's puzzled. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to clarify, make sure that you were on board. So you were. I just wanted to rage. So you raging. Are, so you're raging, and then you're going to take the dodge action, which means until the start of your next turn, any attack roll made against you has disadvantage if you can see the attacker. Yes. That's what you want to do? Yes. Okay. But I'm now, sorry, what I didn't about, know exactly what I was doing. I figured that's what you want. What yes. about with your rage? What is it? Does he have to take damage or just take an attack? He either has to, he has attack, to attack or he has to attack or be hit. Be hit. Uh, my not, next turn. Or not I'm sorry, be attack. At. I'm sorry. It's, hold on. I'm, I don't know. What or hit. Or hit on my next turn. Because oh, otherwise, otherwise you're making it, you're more likely to lose your rage. You would it, think that the barbarian player, being me, would know this. Uh... That's what I just would hate to have. Okay, you. fine, fine. If you're, I got something for you. All right. Well, well. If you your turn ends and you haven't attacked a hostile creature since your last turn or taken any damage since then, it ends. Okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Here we don't go. Here we go. I'm going to pull out. George's going to pull out his, his hand axe. Two of them. And he's going to chuck it at the eye of beholder. And I'm not even going to move. I'm going to sit right here. And I'm going to chuck Two of them. Cause I got two. I got four. So there's two. Rawr! I'm gonna just take them, and I'm gonna lunge with a throw, and we're gonna move five feet. Okay. And throw that those axes, and okay. that would make it five, ten, fifteen, like twenty-five feet. Yeah. Okay. So you can roll to hit. So that's your. You would roll two d twenties because you're attacking recklessly. I take it. Yes. Eighteen and eleven. Oh, okay. So that's uh, eighteen four. That's uh, twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. Twenty two, and then uh, uh, plus three. Plus three twenty five. And then you didn't say great weapon master, but I'm assuming you. Every every single time yeah. I attack, I'm twenty five. Can you great weapon master also... with two? T- uh, I didn't know you could even do that. Oh, you don't? No, you're right. You can't. So that's why. Right. But anytime I could do it with my cup, great. Yeah. You don't, rage, just so rage I don't make a game. Hit or to damage. No, no, that's just damage. defense. That's just defense. It's just a damage. It's, it's just if I do a damage roll. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, so twenty five. Yeah, so that's a hit. Right. So then we'll. Yes, it is a hit. So a D six. D six. It's a regular dice. Two. Plus your two for raging. Four, and then uh, then six, eight. Eight. Okay, so eight points of damage on the first one as you chuck it at this thing. You see it, your axe impales and cuts one of the tentacles off, but it just falls and you see the tentacle instantly like form back out. This is not good. (laughs) So that's the first one. Do you want to keep, you want to throw the second (laughs) one too? No, No, just the one? Can I use a dodge action on my uh, my bonus action or no? No, it has to be an action. You might as well because you have extra attack. Otherwise, it's going to go to waste. All right. Pull out two more hand axes. Well, you you, <laughs> you only threw one. one. Uh, you only threw one so far. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. throw, you can't throw two at the same time? You, you can. That's what I'm asking you. Oh, okay. I'm asking <laughs> if you wanted to throw the second one. Yeah, let's throw the second one. Okay. So you would roll the two d20s again. There we go. I'm confusing myself. <laughs> Come on, Zor. Where's your brain? I'm going to do something this time. 17, so that's going to be a hit. Yeah, 20. that's going to hit. Okay, so then 
I'll do my little D6. One. Yes, or <laughs> hit like a cupcake. Let's go. Seven eighty. Seven. Okay. Well, now we know this thing regenerates. Okay. So your throw your axe and it hits another. It like it like ricochets off another off another tentacle, but you see blood spurts out from it. So it hit, but it wasn't as deep as before. Um, anything else you want to do on your turn? Zor looks puzzled. Okay. This is the morning, right? No, this is later or, on. It's late. So we have we do we need a long rest? This is still day two and you have not long rested. Okay. Yeah. Alright, Geo, you're up. Melkor is gonna look at this beast and look at Bomber and think Bomber might know something about this. He seems like a smart guy. So Melkor's gonna say, Bomber! What do you know about this creature? And he's gonna look at Twig and Twig, can you tell us anything about this creature? What the fuck are we looking at here? <laughs> okay, what? so for them to um, know anything, they would have to roll a history check or an arcana check. But it takes their action. But it takes their action for the oh. turn. I think that might be important though if it's gonna regenerate, right? Uh huh. Yeah. That might not be your action. That's a. That's gonna. An action is a lot, so I don't know. Well, can I can these the, the minions still act these actions? Yeah, because you use your bonus action. You would have. Them. Yeah, you'd use your bonus okay. action to control them. So yes. It doesn't cost me anything to talk, right? No. Okay. So, Melkor's gonna think about what to do, and he's gonna think about using his haste spell. If he can't decide between Sam and, or Demezio and Bomber, so I'm gonna roll a d6. <laughs> <laughs> Evens is chippy. Odds is Odds. Yeah. All right. So, so I get an extra. Eight. I get an extra. Well, uh, I, I didn't cast it yet, but yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast, I'm going to twin cast haste on Kyle and Demesio. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Okay. And so we uh, each get an extra action. You are extra eight. movement. Mm-hmm. And what else? Is there something else, or is that it? Is that what extra action that you can only attack with an extra movement? I think you would have advantage on um, dexterity saves, but let me double check. Dang, you get plus good. two AC. Oh, well. that's huge. That's okay, well, you should just do that every turn, Geo. It's time. a high level spell. So, until the spell ends, the target speed is doubled, it gains plus two bonus to AC, has advantage on dexterity saving throws, and gains an additional attack on each of its turns. This attack. I'm sorry, this action can only be used to make an attack. So. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yay! Right, and then I'm gonna take cover behind this tree. Will that give me okay. full cover or like half cover? Uh, we are going to say right now you believe it's half cover. Okay. <laughs> nice little right. tree branch. Skinny tree branch. Alex, your turn. Alright. I was thinking I want to do like maybe some sort of ranged attack. Obviously, I don't want to get too close to this thing. Yeah. Um, I know I have a spear, but what other uh, what spells do I have for ranged attacks? I got. Uh, I know I got like a couple. I just don't know which ones are. So thorn whip is ranged, um, not very far. I think it's only like ten feet. And how far um, away? Thirty feet? You said we are or something. 
Uh, each square is five. So you are uh, near the dwarf, right? One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You're like, I don't know, like 50-ish feet away. Okay. Um, catapult is ranged. And I think pyrotechnics is. But you would need some kind of source of fire. Oh, but I got the tinderbox, right? Or something? Ah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's basically your options as far as ranged with spells. What do you, I'm I'm sorry. What do you, which one do you think will do? Like, how how does the damage work on each of these spells? How do I know what the damage is for each one again? Uh, you have to look it up. You're gonna want to yeah. download an app eventually. Oh, yeah, I'm that's, sorry. That's, no, that's okay. I just uh, that's what we use. It's, you can use your book. So, okay. Um, but the apps are way easier. And it tells you all like the damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thorn Whip has a range of thirty feet. Uh, it deals at your level 2d6 damage and has a chance to pull a large or smaller creature closer to you for, uh, by 10 feet. Um, then catapult, cat, uh, uh, has a range of 60 feet. Obje- choose one object weighing 1 to 5 pounds within the range, not being worn or twig. carried. <laughs> is twig 5 pounds? No, twig is about 90 pounds. Oh. Um, the object flies in a straight line up to 90 feet in any direction. Uh, so you can choose an object within 60 feet of you, and then that object can fly another 60 feet. Or, I'm sorry, 90 feet. So it can fly. Then the target, the creature, the target creature, is going to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, on a fail, the creature takes 3d8 bludgeoning damage. And then the last one, pyro. I could spell pyrotechnics. So it doesn't actually look like this one does deals damage, so maybe we should not worry about that one right now. So you got Thorn Whip or I think catapult. I'm gonna do catapult. Is there rocks near our near our guys? I mean, yeah, I would say so. Like the big gray things around the map, those are all rocks, so there's probably little a, stones around. Yeah. Alright. I can't reach obviously, but I think I'm gonna Throw a rock at this guy, and then kind of back up behind that rock behind cover a little bit. Okay. You know. So, I have I, to make... Does my creature have to follow me? Do I have to... See no, to you would use your bonus action to... Okay, to follow me. Yeah, okay. All right, so you can have them do whatever you want. Okay, okay. Either Both the Steel Defender and the Homunculus, because they go after you. So, catapults. Let's see... I have to make a dexterity saving throw. What is your spell save, DC? So that's on your spell, your spell page. Uh, the DC? Yep. Oh, uh, 15. Okay. I'm sorry, you said 15? Yes. Yeah, 15. Okay. He is going to succeed. So, on a fail... So this is kind of one of those sucky things. Um, it says, on a failed save, the object strikes the target and stops moving. When the object strikes something, the object and what it strikes take 3d8 bludgeoning damage. So because he succeeded, there's no clause about what happens, so, so he, no nothing happens. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess, so I'm on my bonus action now, right? Yeah. Where do you want right. to move, though, Kidron? I was just going to move kind of behind the corner of this rock like, right here. Like, like here? No, no, closer. Like, maybe in the middle. Like, okay. yeah, kind of. Just okay. kind of getting behind cover a little bit in case he tries to do anything. Throw, throw something out at us or whatever. 
Uh, this and uh, the steel defender. I'm gonna have him uh, follow me. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna do the thing I did last time: deflect attack, impose a disadvantage on the attack roll of one creature. They can see that it's within so five feet of it. Oh that, wait, that has to be done oh, at the time of attack. Right. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. Right. And so, it's within five feet of the creature, right? So I yeah. So he that. has to be within five feet of the creature being hit. So it's be within five feet of you to defend you. Yeah. Or five feet within Demezio, Zor, or Malkor. Do you want to attack with your homunculus before you move him? Yeah, I'm going to attack with the homunculus. Okay, your uh, homunculus uh, deaths yeah. are... Next page, right? Yep. Two pages. If I'm close enough. Yeah, I'm going to do... Uh... Yeah, I'm going to do four strike. Okay, what does that do again? Uh, uh, let me see. Your spell attack modifier to hit. Oh, it's only thirty feet range. You can still move it. Okay, so I'm gonna. Okay, he's almost. He's almost in range. Yeah, so thirty feet range. One target you can see hit one d four plus pb force damage. So proficiency bonus. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I would say he'd have to move a little bit further, probably about ten feet further at least. All right, yeah, let's do this. Can he move back after he attacks? Yeah, he can. Okay. Right. So I'm going to do that, and then use the uh, force strike, and then go back as far as I'm allowed to go. Yeah. So force strike deals, or I'm sorry, to hit is your uh, spell attack mod. So you roll your d12, and or I'm sorry, your d12, d20. I meant d20. Sorry. 15. Fifteen, and then plus your spell attack bonus, which is on the spells page in the upper right. Spell attack seven. So that's twenty-two. Uh, one second. Let me just read something. Okay. Uh, so how much damage does it deal then? Because that's going to hit. Um, 1d4 plus PB force damage. Okay, so you roll 1d4 and then add your proficiency bonus, which is 3 okay. at this point. Oh, wait. 5? 5? Five? Five? Yep, it's the number that's on top. It's the number on top, yeah. Oh, so two, oh two, okay. Two. 2, okay. So you're going to deal 4 damage. Four damage. Okay. Five, Andy. Oh, thank you. Oh yes, five. Okay, so your as you fling a stone towards this thing, hopefully to at least cause some kind of distraction. Your your bird ally, you command to take advantage and send it ten feet forward, cause it to throw whatever this thing is, a force strike. Yeah. We're gonna say it shoots out a kamehameha beam out of its out love of its mouth. it. And then uh, it flies back over to you. Okay. And meanwhile, your... Is it your wolf? Yeah, he followed me over he to the corner. He follows you. Okay. Sorry, it's been a week, and I'm a little, a little tired today. I hope that half of the players on the board are belonging <laughs> to Alex, and then the other half of the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Up next it's is... It's a long turn. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's up next is Twig. And Sam, you and Twig are kind of like in the mix there. And his friend, who I don't even remember his name. Um, Where is he? This is the friend. This is the uh, the Phillip. guy that you picked up, Philip. That's his name. Philip, forest ranger. Yep, <laughs> Philip, the forest ranger. Um, Philip is going to move. Philip's going on. <laughs> Actually, go for it, Philip. You got this. He's going to spend his action or his movement to climb up. Let's see if he can make it up. Is he on water? No, that's the um, the void thing I mentioned earlier. The pool of void energy. Would it be dangerous to be at melee range? 
that I perceive that it's relevant. Mm. But I have, I'd have to go into the void energy in order to strike him melee range. Right? Probably. Oh, well, he goes before me anyway, so I guess it all works out. <laughs> so, Philip is going to take out his bow and arrow, and he's going to attempt to shoot at the creature, and he has advantage because of height. Oh, Philip. Oh, Philip. <laughs> he's not going to hit. He's going to miss and break his bow. <laughs> hmm. As the string comes undone with a natural one. <laughs> Only Philip. All right, so Twig. Why do we let him be part of the team again? Any less. Twig's going. Oh, yeah. Twig, Twig is going to go in. Twig, don't give up. Oh. I knew I should have thrown him closer anyway. And Twig is going to cast Guiding Bolt, and he's going to upcast it to fourth level. Oh. Yeah. Twig knows what's going on. Yes, he does. He knows how to beat this thing. No, he doesn't. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so he is going to make a spell attack against the creature. Just hits, and that's going to deal 6d6 radiant damage. Oh! 16 So that's going to deal 26 damage, and the next wow. attack to this creature has advantage. 26 is a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what did, did my, uh, what did my Hemunculus hit again? Did it did not hit? No, it hit, uh, you had... What was it, five, right? Five points of damage, okay. yep. Sorry. No, that's okay. All right, up next is the creature. Hmm... You have attack and extra attack. Yeah. And then, 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 then you get a haste attack and extra attack. That's five. That's four. Yep. And then on the bonus act, as a oh, bonus action, that's, yes, that's five. Okay, that's five. I'm getting pissed. <laughs> He's cheating! Well, that's exactly what it's going to do then. Okay, so okay. Sense. this more, creature more, you see more, is going to pull from the void energy beneath it, and you're going to see it begin to power up. Not power up per se, but more get reju uh, rejuvenated. As most of whatever has been happening is reduced. Does the pool shrink? Slightly, yes. Does the pool take damage? Um, you are not aware. You do not know. Um, mm. But at the current time, it appears as though this pool has shrunk. Can you pull him out of the pool? He is not in the pool. He's floating above it. The pool shrank by how many fractions? Like one fiftieth? You can't. Like you, you'd have quarter. to really get close. He's gonna <laughs> ooze out. He's, he's you'd have to get Zor. really close. He's gonna ooze on Zor. It's your time, Zor. Time to die. Oh, so he, doesn't, yeah. he, doesn't, he didn't attack. Damn it, Zor! He's not done yet. Oh. You guys just kept asking me questions about. It. <laughs> he is going to use. I should have done this before, but. That's okay. He's going to use his legendary action to cast darkness. Oh, shit. So I'm guessing it only has a certain amount of healing before it runs out or whatever? 
Yeah. That's what it sounds like if the floor got smaller. Shit. So now, now Zor is not only confused, but he's he's probably gonna feel a little claustrophobic. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Okay. I think you should just full on charge. Twig's it. more courageous than Zor right now. Look at him. Look at Twig. All of a sudden, <laughs> everybody's vision goes black, as that ring represents the sphere of darkness. The only one that can still see is Geo. Can I see? I have dark vision. It is magical darkness. Dark vision does not do anything for you. Yeah. So it's just pitch black. Darkness is the one thing that blasts out darkness. What about my tinder box? Can I make like a fight no, like something? No. no? It's okay. magical darkness. Yeah, you won't even be able to see the fire. So this will probably have to be a dexterity saving. You can only see it to make an like attack. You can't sign. even attack? You can make an attack. It's at disadvantage. Disadvantage, okay. But look, you do Kyle, not know where, where the it ring, goes. Look where the ring is. If you run up to him, then you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. With that oh, said, Geo, what you see is the creature slowly move into the darkness oh, and then oh, disappears. Oh, and the yeah. next thing that happens <laughs> Damn it, Andy! is from Geo's perspective as this thing goes into the darkness. It's an ominous presence that just begins to build and you can almost sense it from inside the darkness like a heartbeat. And then it just releases this huge pulse of just negative energy across the entire area i need everybody within a 20 foot radius sphere so that's everybody in the darkness <clears throat> to make a uh constitution saving throw that's kyle you right? get to add that's your d20 yes, you're so. plus three because you're within 10 feet of me Ooh, 17 wow, wow. Oh, that's a one Let's <laughs> Yeah! You also oh, have to roll no. for your two, oh, for your my, two buddies. Okay. Right. And I will roll for Twig. 19, I promise you I'm not making this okay. up. 17, 19, and 9. Uh, actually, yeah, 9. Nine's going, can, can I, do I get to pick who the number I was imagining the 9 was for the homunculus. Yeah. So you need to go yes. back to the Because it went, you, you're still defender of the homunculus. Yes, yes. So 17, um, uh, yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay, and then Twig fails, and this is for Philip. Who also fails. Wow. The only ones that succeeded were the Steel Defender and Bomber and motherfuckers. Fucked up. <laughs> Everybody else Dies. is going to be taking 10d6 necrotic damage. Oh my god. 10d6? Yeah. 10d6. Yeah, I'm dead? No, let's go. <laughs> 10d6. Oh, that's that could be 60, 60, 60 damage is the max. I, this is in the book. You guys wanted this, and Wait. Geo rolled for it. So <laughs> Geo. Hey, you guys. Geo. You fucking go What's the Carter. max damage that you could get from that, then? 10d6. 60? Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, wow. I can't even, like, 10. be... You guys should have went in there. The laws of averages are about. I haven't gone yet. Geo, if you just put me a little... <laughs> if you would have just put me a little bit more Damn over, it. then I would have been fine. You told me to put him there. I know. So he Sam, can't even see right. Law of averages. 36 points of damage to everybody. Oh and my god. Except for... Bomber me, and... and your so my homunculus is dead, I think. Hang on. Um, so your homunculus is probably dead. Yeah, he's dead. As, it, as you see the light... Kind of, well, you don't see it, but you hear and feel the <laughs> homunculus fall. Um, and <laughs> Bomber, you are going to take half, which is 18... Points of necrotic damage, and your steel defender is also going to be taking 18 points of necrotic damage. I'm sorry, what were the two numbers? 18 and 18. 
And, I'm sorry, 18 for you, 18 for your Steel Defender, and 36 for the Homunculus. Yeah, okay. Homunculus is probably dead. Okay. No, he's not. I don't think. That is his turn. Well, homunculus I have 35 dead, health. Steel Defender should be fine. 35 hit points. Yep, because this is not halved. Because raging is only bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing. All right, Sam. Where the hell is this damn thing? You, fe- you guys <laughs> felt the pulse. If you were looking straight, like where it was, you felt the pulse come from your left hand side. And Kyle, yours was more mm-hmm. back left. Back left. Okay. So, so he's probably. Oh, I'm not made him, but he's somewhere in the this sphere. Is really bad. <laughs> can I? Can I? Oh my God, walk that way. Feeling. That will take your action. Wait, can you guys just get out of the darkness? <laughs> can I just keep walking until I walk into something? The measure. Sure. Is our, my artificer Dude. level seven? Right? Attack in a triangle. Artificer level seven, right? Six. 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 Okay. Like, how close are we talking? Like, right here? Like, do I think it's from this square or, like, more further that way? You're not sure. It's I'm walking kind of here. Happened. Did I bump well, into something? Well, you, if you just, what if you just run away? Out of the darkness, one of the pursue. If everyone leaves the darkness, he could uh, let them pursue you. Sorry, yeah. Sam. I'm rolling to see. Yeah, but if he has a legendary action for darkness, then he's just gonna do it again. Oh, I don't know about that. You feel <laughs> as you walk forward with your arm out, you feel a tentacle as it brushes, and it just immediately stings cold on you. That's fine. I swing as hard as I can. Swing. Go ahead and take its uh, attack at disadvantage because you cannot see it. Sixteen is the lowest plus eight. Twenty-four. Yeah, that's going to hit. Go ahead and roll so for damage. Does he reveal himself now, the bastard? I'm oh, going no. to use Divine Smite. Okay, what level? First. No. Second. Okay. Second level divine smite. Okay. So is it is... a Fae Fiend or Undead? No, no, and no. Oh, shit, I was really banking on one of those being it. Okay. Yeah, my home. Demasio, I can't see. Did you did you hit something in front yeah, he, of you or beside yeah, you? Yeah, he's over here. <laughs> what the hell's that mean? Six plus five. Eleven. Eleven regular damage. Yep. And then I do my divine smite, which is two d eight plus one. Well, uh, 3d8 total. 12. And I'm going to swing again. When you're ready. Yeah, still at disadvantage. That was a nat 20 on it. Uh, And then a (laughs) 5. Plus 8. Does not hit. Alright. Unfortunately. I'm going to swing again. As my hasted action. Okay. It's still at disadvantage. I know. Yeah, I know they all are. Um, 17 plus 8. It's going to hit. Yes. Yes, it will. 6 plus 4. One more. This is my extra attack on my hasted action. Yep. 
15 plus 8, 23. That's going to hit. All right, I'm going to use Divine Smite at level 1. Okay. Six plus four, ten, eleven. Eleven damage. Is that before Divine Smite or no? That's before. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's before Divine Smite. Okay. So eleven, eleven slashing. Mm-hmm. And then I have my bonus action attack though. Okay. Scratch that. I'm gonna instead of that, I'm gonna use bonus action to do shield of faith. You're reaching out, and you like I described earlier, you felt the cold sensation, and you just begin to swing wildly. You feel your blade connect the first time, miss the second time, and you're like, okay, so he's more over to the left, and you just start digging and digging, and you feel the power of Mogus just with every strike guiding you towards this thing. Yeah. And then. As a final gesture, you bulk up. <laughs> <laughs> Take a big old, big old bulk up. Uh, with that said, that's fifty-seven points of damage. Yes. Wow. In one turn, and it is now back up to Kyle. Oh. You, you gotta die, clown. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, I'm gonna say I'm gonna uh, yell to you and say he's over. So he's over here. Like, get around the other side of him. So you and that way you can, that way you can flank him, get advantage, minusing his disadvantage. You will not know for Zor sure. Zor isn't a flanker. Zor just wants to rip the son of a bitch apart. Let's go. <laughs> you do not know for sure if you are going to be. Flanking. But he does have advantage. He said he was in front of him, so I'm uh, just going to swing so in front actually, of him. Actually, so actually, it doesn't flat. matter, right? So it'd be a flat roll. Which is in that kind of situation, it would it double. Did you ever give? Would you ever give Demezu advantage on the next attack because of a guiding bolt? I did not, but he hit anyway. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> Alright, so a great puppet master on at all times and reckless uh, attack. You so because attack. we're blinded, you would roll at disadvantage, but because you have reckless attack, that gives you advantage, so then it beca- they neutral they it's negate neutral. each other. Yeah, so no, it's just one, one dice that you one roll. Die. Yes. So you run up and you grab you you're That's not gonna reaching out and you feel your friend Demezio and you're like, Oh, there's Demezio and then you take 13. a wild swing and you miss. Thirteen? Misses. Minus ten. Yeah, no, no, no. That's minus five. Minus, minus five. five minus plus five. Yeah, well, you got four yeah. more attacks. All right, let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Twelve. Well, that might. That's no, maybe not. Plus that's sixteen plus the three is nineteen. Minus five. Minus five is uh, fourteen. Does not hit. Damn it! You swing wildly to you the right, that. and then you swing. Yeah, that's gonna hit, baby. Seventeen. Seventeen. No, that's that's wait. No, that's fifteen. A natural. Yes, it's a natural fifteen, but. Plus, it's gonna end up. It's gonna end up being a plus two. But go ahead, you can do it. You, get, you use great weapon master. Great so yeah. dexterity yes, so is five, your strength is four plus three. Yeah. So that's plus seven. Oh, you already did up the math. Twenty two. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. And then minus five. He took a shortcut. He took all your benefits and then the subtraction yeah, he did, he did. and made he, it a plus I, two. I'm slow. And he is <laughs> again. All right. So that's a seventeen. 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 Does hit. Yeah. yeah! So now, third attack. It's a D12. This is all from your haste? They got, they both get two extra attacks because my haste. Oh, wow. That's 12. No, wait. Two. That's 12 plus. 
plus, plus your strength. Plus my strength, which is 16 plus 10. Plus your rage. Wait, no, wait. I'm already You'll get it next 10. time. Right, so 12 16. plus 16 plus better. my rage, 18. Yeah. 18 points of damage. Okay, so that goes... So then now you roll one more. Or no, two more. You have two, two more. more. Yeah. yeah, two more. 17 that's naturally. It. That's it. That's 19. It. That's going to hit, so you can go ahead and roll for damage. Damn it! <laughs> Sore! <laughs> Son of a bitch! All You're right. just nicking this thing multiple times on the end of the tentacles, and you can feel as you sink down so and peel it back up, you feel it already 19. begin to reform. Okay. 17. 17 points of damage. <laughs> a one hits for 17! <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> he has basically has a plus 16 for damage when he rolls. That's insane. Between the two no, of you, that's you not going to hit. So Zor officially... You still have your bonus bed. action. No, that he, was... He just that was he rolled a nat 8. Nat 8. He just yeah. fucked himself. He just put his legs between Zor. his... So between the two of you in that, one, in that in those two turns, you did 92 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. That's crazy. That was all... Blinded at disadvantage. Yeah. yeah. So. Good. Fuck this fucker. Because uh, <laughs> I'm one. almost dead. So. <laughs> oh, I have a... Do you still have that potion? So. At the end of Kyle's turn... He is yeah. going to use a legendary action to cast reverse gravity. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is one of those legendary actions where you can use oh, whatever. If Zor sits on his face. <laughs> he I meant to say he cast darkness like before his turn, but I didn't, so I just had him do it during and now he's got one more. What is it re is it reset at the at the at the beginning of every round? Beginning of his turn. It resets. Didn't that feel like reckless attacking? That felt, that just felt like real. It was so reckless. I missed every fucking turn. <laughs> yeah. So, you gotta concentrate more on your dice rolls. This spell Darn reverses it. gravity in a 50 foot radius, 100 foot high cylinder, centered on a point within range. All creatures and objects that aren't somehow anchored to the ground oh, in the area radius. fall upward and reach the top of the area when, uh, when you cast the spell. A creature so we- can make a dexterity saving throw to grab a fixed object. Oh, it can God. reach, thus true? avoiding the fall. If the object, I'm sorry, if a so, if some solid object such as a ceiling is encountered in this fall, falling objects and creatures strike the ground as they normally would with a normal downward fall. Oh, can we grab each other since we're right next to each other? Is there an object? We're not fixed. We're just gonna be floating up doing this. If an object <laughs> we'll or just creature pull each other down like balloons. reaches the top of the area without striking anything, it remains there, oscillating. Slightly for the duration, which the duration is one minute, as it is concentration. So how long does it take us to get from the ground to 100 feet? One turn? That's a great question. It doesn't say. I'm going to say, because of the wording, the spell reverses gravity. So in my head, it's It's a negative. It's a light switch. Yeah, so like you would accelerate at negative. 9.8 meters per second? Yeah, that one. Meters per second per second. That one. <laughs> could you do Which like? Mean, could I use like the rope and somehow like maybe lasso something? No, you have a rope trick. I, yeah, that's what. I, yeah, thorn rip or rope trick. I was thinking rope maybe. trick would negate it. It would because rope trick anchors the rope in place in space, and then at the top of the rope, there's a little pocket dimension. So this you would just go into the pocket. Really so right it now. would or wouldn't. It would work. It would. Yeah. Oh, cool. So I can use that. Or no? Yeah, because the pocket dimension exists outside of the spell's radius because it's in a different plane. Different plane of existence. Oh, okay. So I need. I have to shoot a fireball into the center of this. 
I need you all to make a dexterity saving throw as the oh <laughs> spell as gravity is reversed. You add Kyle adds a plus three. That's ten. I rolled a ten. What do I add to the ten? Are you kidding me? Another nat one? Ooh. <laughs> I will say that because he did this, darkness fades. Motherfucker. He appears here. I got 13. Okay, 13. I got 10. Do I add anything to that? No. Uh, dexterity. So your dexterity? Uh, yes. 12. 12? 13, 13, actually. So 13, 13. 13. What'd you get, Gio? Oh, wait. What was this supposed to roll? Uh, dexterity saving throw. Oh, d20? Everything within 50 feet. Yeah, d20. 20. You got an extra <laughs> 20? Okay. <laughs> Sam, what'd you get? One. Oh, shit. <laughs> Do you want a different die? Yeah, I'm, I threw mine out. This is my lucky one. That's my lucky one. Here, no? That one. Where's your Where's your golden stitch one? <laughs> I removed it from the game so that I would not be tempted, nor would you okay. be tempted. Andy, I'm so sorry, man. So the dexterity is 12 plus 1. So is that 13 yep. plus 10, or is it just 10 plus 1? It's 10 plus 1. So it's 11. Okay, so it's 11. I, mine's 11, okay. not 13. Gotcha. Okay. okay, that's fine. So let me see what his saves are. His spell save is a 15, so unfortunately, everybody fails. Oh, boy. Except me, right? You, yeah, you got an extra 20, so you're good. So you grab onto this fucking tree like you're fucking... <laughs> oh, uh, fuck this. You're, you're, you're full on all tree. about nature today, just move <laughs> my tree. I'm not going anywhere. I am a tree He's hugger. a tree hugger! <laughs> Get this hippie out of here. Literally. Oh, I forgot to roll for Twig and Philip. Damn you. I'm switching my metal dice to something different. Both of them. I, all of my well. dice have been failing me lately. Are those I, new um, ones too? Yeah. Well, they're they were new at the beginning of the campaign. So, I have I bought a couple sets. I mean, I have three sets of dice over here, and every one of my D20s seems to be failing me this game. <laughs> well, your snowflake ones aren't working because it's no longer winter. Right. <laughs> that is accurate. So I'm going to say that. You all rise at a rate of negative 9.6, whatever the hell it is. 9.8 meters per second per second. That one. It's amazing I passed physics. <laughs> and I can't use Rogue Trick till it's my turn, right? I'm going to say that is correct. You okay. cannot use it till it's your turn. So, so we're just looking at this thing floating? It's Can you attack then... floating? I don't see why not. It would probably be a disadvantage, though, because you don't really gonna, have the stability. He's going to be leaving our range. Forced movement does not trigger that. Yeah, but we're being forced out. Yeah, if he leaves our range, then we go back down to the ground because we wouldn't be in the freaking spell, right? Forced movement does not trigger it, period. <laughs> You're going to appreciate that when it comes back to you. Well, someone <laughs> just take their axe and stick it in him so he can't move. He takes oh, you mean out. on the way down from the reversing of gravity? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be so glad when I take <laughs> 10d6 more damage of... Falling from 100 feet. All right, so <laughs> it'll be at the start. I'm sorry, at the end of Kyle's next turn, you guys will be falling. No, at the can, can Demezio wants to do this math? It's six seconds per round, and if you rise at a rate of negative 9.86, yeah, but we're converting feet to seconds, so you're gonna have to end up converting, <laughs> you're gonna have to convert the acceleration of gravity to okay. feet. Hang on, I'm gonna say gravitational. Andy, cut this out. No, I'll leave it in. <laughs> I take, pull he's right next to us. Can I take my axe and stick it in his head so when I fall, he falls with me? Oh, what are you trying to catch? Uh, how, how, how 
far you will rise at the air, okay. at the rate of thirty two point one seven feet per second per second. I'm sorry, how much? Thirty two point one seven feet per second per second. Did you so, did you use one half at square? That should be the equation. <clears throat> well, it's just I just typed in gravitational acceleration in feet per second squared. Because I know it, in meters it's nine point eight. You'd be rising. You'd be rising for six seconds, right? Yeah. So thirty six so. times nine point eight divided by two. Thirty two. Eight thirty. Why thirty? What did you say? Thirty six for? It's gonna be so the time is squared. So thirty six is six seconds. This is my oh, times oh. nine point eight divided by two. I thought. Well, yeah, but that's meters. And then we would. That's need, meters. Yeah. Yeah, we we would need to then convert that. So. Yeah. Did you already convert it to feet? No, go ahead. Oh, was a 36 times 9.8. I'm a physics major and a math major. Come ahead, Dad. <laughs> You're a math major? Yeah. Oh, respect. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no respect for you, though. 176. So that's in the meters, and then you got to convert it to... Yeah, convert. So three... How I'll many meters? How many meters? Meters? Well, there's three There's three feet in a meter. No, that's a yard, isn't it? Yeah, meters are, meters and yard are almost the same. Oh, right. uh, meters they're almost the same to feet. So three three feet, three point three seven inches. So what? How many meters is it? It's one hundred seventy six meters. One hundred seventy six meters is five hundred and seventy seven feet. So by the time his Jeez. turn, you're fucking By the time up. his turn comes around again, you guys are well. Actually, at the end of Kyle's turn, you guys will all be. Sprung up to the top of the hundred feet. Will I be in range of this dude though? You you will. You're not moving. You're just rising. Because that means that if you were to jump off of a five hundred and seventy-seven foot tall building, it would take it would take you six seconds to hit the ground. Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) Quick question though: If we're in the sky though, just to give an idea, right? How relative will we be to the creature? You do not change on the x-axis; you only change on the y. So your vertical goes up, but your horizontal remains the same. And we can't move at all in the air, right? We're not moving. We're not moving this way. Oops! Shit! Yeah, we're just moving this way. Yeah, up. That's what I'm saying. But like the creature (laughs) is going to be below us. Is what I'm saying. Will we be able to attack him if we're above him? If he's within your range, can uh, yeah, but. So if I attacked with an axe, can I make an action to to jump or, or to take my axe to use him as as to keep me from going is the up? Anchor point. You yeah, can try. An, that's I what I'm saying. I'm, I'm gonna use him as an anchor. He's gonna be my little mount. <laughs> He's kind of immune to the spell, so that does work. Okay. Yeah, so that's true. That we'll was at the end of Kyle's it. turn. So now Geo, it is your turn. Um, just as a point of reference, this is a concentration spell. You just have to hit him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. fireball. Fireball! <laughs> do it. But yeah, I was thinking about fireball. you do not oh. know that. I do not know what. That's you do not know that it's concentration. But okay. Me as Andy, I'm being nice and I'm telling you that. I could assume it since darkness disappeared, right? Yeah, you could you could um, surmise that being a spell Are, we, are yeah. we all already out of the area because of the rate of which we're falling? I'm giving you guys one turn to be nice. Also because I don't feel like stacking up. Oh, shitload of different height grids. Yeah. I I was just wondering, like, can Geo cast Fireball and not hit us? Because we're all going to be off the ground at this point. So he would be able to, if if you guys want to do it this way, if Geo would like to cast Fireball on him, 
you guys would have to be 30 feet in the air right. before anything could happen. Or, well, so you, he could hold, hold his, his action, action until, we're 30 until feet. you're 30 feet out of the air. But he doesn't know how far 30 feet is because he doesn't have a ruler, so he would have to guesstimate it. So there is a chance that someone would be hit. Well, by the time... Unless you unless you really play it safe and wait for them to be well, like 60 if feet if we're, in the air. Let's be honest, though. If we're moving idea. 577 feet in a matter of six seconds... I got an idea. He probably ain't going to take that long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is true. I got a good idea. I think. I'm a... So if that's the case, then I would say you'd have to roll a D100 to see how high you got up. I'm assuming you stack these to make this like a high like peak, right? Yep. So I'm thinking I'm going to cast web and anchor between this and the tree. Oh. oh. <laughs> yes. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I told you. The anchor. Is that a spell I'm going to say that oh, works shit. because webs hold up in gravity, so it would just be reversed. And it would <laughs> so wow. I'm going to say that works. So if you want to cast web, uh, how far is it? How far it's, is it? It's a 20, few, 20 foot cube. 20 foot cube. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, that was a smart move, Joe. <laughs> move, move. Okay, get well. Into the cube. Because right now you'd be out of the cube. Here's I'm holding a tree. I'm fine. Uh, oh, you net 20. Yeah. Oh, my God. So here's a problem. I don't have a 20 foot cube. All I have is a 15 and a 30. So. You did last time. Did we? You did last time we played. I did? Yeah. Well, someone didn't put it back. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Nope, there it is. Here we go. Here we don't go. Down. Now, does it reach is the question. Oh, it doesn't. No. So oh. Wait, what if you go? Oh, oh he reaches the twig. I'm going to say if you if you angle it correctly, you it could work. It would just have to be like an upward angle because the tree base, it would have to like connect to the leaves and get in there. branches. Yeah, the branches. There so we go. <laughs> so I mean, just to scooch be, that tree. So it has to be like an upward angle like that. And okay. there's a potential that he will not be protected. Goodbye, Philip. Oh, will, will I be in it? I'm not going to be in it, will I? I got I got the uh, rope trick, though, too. So it's not like... But he doesn't know that. Oh, he doesn't? Okay. No, you guys haven't discussed anything. So, yeah, he would be you outside six? of it. And but, so yeah. would Twig. Yeah. Right, at least it would save you, too. Can you do bigger than 20 feet? No. That's a good idea. Swig's a bird. <laughs> He's a bird. Will, will but it, as you will discover, he defender? cannot fly. It seems huh? to go over the steel defender square. Will he be safe? It's not like on the edge. Come on, steel defender. Uh, I would say... We can cast mending on the steel defender. I would mm. say it would <laughs> kind of be like a 50-50 shot. Like his entire body wouldn't be, but it would be kind of like a... Half of it, so we we'll want it. Well, wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't half of his? I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. But now here's the other issue: is that so how do I put the down sides of down? it are anchored. Do you want to like set this down on here somewhere? Or? Yeah, you can set it down. That's fine. That's fine. I just set it on his I really like how Geo kind of walked you into that. Because so you made this extra stone here because it's like a peak, right? Like a height, height, <laughs> yeah. height, yeah. height and peak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's what I what wanted to hear. About, right? <laughs> we were talking about height and like elevation in the last um, in the last thing, and I realized I haven't done elevation with them yet. So it's like, okay, this would probably be a good idea, like right. a good time. And uh, here we are. So that well. that's really cool. I'm gonna say it works because that was a good idea, and I'm gonna reward that. So you are able to catch. 
Almost everyone. Almost everybody, but Philip, Bomber, and Twig. And because it is the, your steel defender, what I'm going to say is roll. This is one of those times where the D100 comes into play, so you're going to grab two D10s. Both of them, the... Here's one. Hey, oh, okay. The other one is near me. <laughs> so now you're going to roll really both. Smart. And the one with the double again, digit is the first number. That? Oh, that's so that's rough, 28. Uh, 29? 28. That's so, rough. I was going to heal you guys, but then I thought this would be better. That is really yeah, bad. Really bad. Yeah. I'm going to that's say very that, smart. that might be the biggest like cock block to a DM that I've seen <laughs> in a very long time. Um, that's great. That was great. So 28, I'm going to say that does not get the steel defender. Goodbye, Steely. He just skate, like, goes out to the side of it. Bye. So can I, I can resurrect him though, right? If he dies, yeah, okay. you can you can build him again. All right. So, anything else, Joe? Any uh, other cock blocks you want to throw my way? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, nope, the shit out of you. That's okay. <laughs> nope. That's really. I don't want to kill you guys. <laughs> um, despite what my actions say. I don't think you're gonna be able to tag next next turn, so I'm gonna yell to. Bomber. Bomber! You gotta figure out what the fuck this thing is. <laughs> and I'm gonna... <laughs> We're gonna die. <laughs> you are still under the effect of gravity, just to let you know. So the only I thing anchoring move, yeah. you is the tree. Yeah. You're hanging up the down. Yeah, so... And then, uh... Thanks to your quick thinking, though, you managed to Spider-Man web that shit out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like you got a web shooter from the toy store. <laughs> and, uh, I think I'm gonna turn. Okay, so real quick... Um, with rope trick, because you are right next yeah, to your steel defender, mm -hmm. if you angle it properly, the steel defender would go up into it. Because okay. it, so it like, if this is the rope, it creates, it anchors it and He's makes it completely there. perpendicular. So it can angle in midair. Yeah. It doesn't need to be like connected to the ground. Well, right you have 50 so feet just, of rope, so yeah. in your backpack, oh, so you do. It comes yeah. standard. So you have as long as you have like that 50 feet, like you could just. And it would anchor to the ground. Okay. And then go up. And then at the top of the top part of the rope. Yeah, the alternate. It would be like a, the circle that you could go through. So if you want to do that and then use your bonus action to scoop up your dog. Okay, yeah. And then kind of like barrel roll into the into the pocket dimension, I'd say that would work. All right, that's what I'm going to do. Do I have to okay. roll anything for that? No. Um, Roll strength check to see if you can hold on to your steel defender. Which one is that again? Your D20. D20. Yes! I look like I'm going to hold on to them. Are those Breeze dice? No, those are mine. These are Breeze. Those are good shit. Yeah, is <laughs> rolled bad ones? Joe has rolled three natural 20s tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been getting really lucky. Okay, so with that said, you are able to scoop up your Steel Defender. <gasps> After seeing your homunculus down on the ground, you realize, and now flying again, you realize that it might take a little bit to repair that. Well, he's been dead. Yeah. yeah. But now you see it and it's kind of affecting you. You yes. don't want that to happen no, to your other companion. No, not so you mine. scoop it up, you cast rope trick, and as you flick it with your wrist, the rope just becomes completely perpendicular and fixated, and you just kind of let the gravity carry you up and into the hole. Sweet. So you are gone in this pocket dimension with your This is for one turn, right? It is. And I can come down, I can come back. Like It, can re it remains open for, I believe, one hour. Okay. Um, okay, so that's your turn, and then we go to Twig, who is very fright frightened, 
And let's see what Twig can do. He can't do jack shit against. Uh, flap his wings. <laughs> against trying to fall. Oh, it's a bird. That was like a tree thing. He's like an Twig, owl person. He's, he's a. He's a little owl boy you ever did see. Yeah. Huh. For some reason, I thought it was like a little walking tree. <laughs> like root. Yeah, like root. Yeah. Like no. Maybe because of the name. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because of the name. Twig. Twig. His full name is Twig the Sprig. Yep. The Sprig? Strig. Strig. Yeah. He's one of Andy's actual, like, characters. Andy used to play as him. As really? In a game. Interesting. Mm-hmm. He, he was one of my favorite characters, even though I didn't really play him that much. So I brought him in. Twig is going to use his last third level spell to cast Spirit Guardians. Can't hit the thing. Spirit Guardians. You call forth spirits to protect you. They lift you. They lift. I'm sorry. They flit around you to a distance of 15 feet. What? Twig, twig did. Oh, Twig used yeah, it. Twig. I thought I thought the bad guy did. I was <laughs> no, like, oh, twig. shit. <laughs> so, that's good. Uh, no, that's they flit around you to a distance of 15 feet for the duration. Uh, if you are good or neutral, their spectral form appears angelic or fey, which they are angelic in this case. <clears throat> if you are evil, no, nah, that doesn't matter. When you cast a spell, you can designate any number of creatures you can see that to be unaffected by it. He's going to choose all of you and Philip. An affected creature's speed is halved in the area. When the creature enters the area for the first time, or a turn, or it starts his turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage. On a success, they take half as much. So, the only creature that's going to be affected by it is the Voidling. The Voidling is going to be affected by it as he casts it. So, let's see. Can Twig do this? Twig. 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 The Voidling does fail. Mm. So he is going to take 3d6 damage. So that is 15 points of damage to the Voidling. And now the Voidling has to make a concentration check, which he succeeds. Okay. So now. Do you mind if I. Angelic Visions. Float around. Whoa. Was that like thick glass or something? Metal. Holy crap. Sorry, go ahead. That's okay. So, like spirit guardians now float around centered upon Twig, and they are like these angelic beings that almost you can see through. They're transparent. Um, it, they rip through this Voidling's uh, side, and you see the radiant energy is seriously causing some major damage. Limbs are not coming back from it at all. Good. Is radiant it's, damage? It's radiant damage. <laughs> He's bleeding. <laughs> He's bleeding. So, with that said, that is going to be Twig's turn. Unfortunately, the you guys are still being lifted up by the reverse gravity. Doesn't hasn't stopped that yet. But it is now Philip's turn. He's going to take his action and try and fix his bow while he's floating upside down. Let's see. Yeah, he fixes it. And then it is the creature's turn. So the creature, since he started his turn, he's got a dexterity saving throw for yeah. webs. So Philip only has his bow, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so this one he succeeds, and he takes 
Oh, shit. It's supposed to be 3d8. Another 16 points of damage to the Voidling, and the Voidling's gonna make a concentration check, which he succeeds. What the fuck did I do with my pencil? Here, here. I got it, I got it, I got it. Thank you, though. That's it? Hmm? That's the Voidling? No, I just oh. was waiting to see having Andy see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Andy made his fight one of those before. Oh, shit. Sure. Wow. Okay, so. How many creatures are like D and D? Yeah. Uh fuck ton. And then Andy has books that he's probably thousands discovered that are there's a lot of creatures. And it's only limited to your imagination too. So like you can pull stuff from extra books or make your own. Like I've I've modified stuff before. Like this I've modified. Right. So that's pretty cool. You modified this monster. Pretty cool. Yep. Okay, so now he's going to regain health. From his, and you're going to see the void pool even shrink more. Dang. As much of the damage that you guys have done is is reju is regenerated. Yeah. Except for whatever was holy. So he's going to drop down. How small is it now? Holy. I mean, do we know? Or? Holy damage. Holy yeah. damage. Um, how how small to, is the health pool now? Is it like you would have almost gone? Is it half gone? I would say it's probably. Looks about half compared. Half, to, it was wow. just quick, like quick looks that you had, and right, it looks right. you can kind of see like re residuals, and it looks a little bit more than half. But to get a very specific information, you would have to investigate it. It's probably just gonna mean they can't regenerate once it's gone. Okay. So, oh, what else is this thing gonna do? Um. Well, you guys are right next to him. He is going to... Dead. Oh, let's see if this thing... Oh, no. Oh. He's going to use his tendrils. We're dead. He's going to use his tendrils. He thought he had 2,000 health. And he's going to send one tendril at Zor, one tendril at Domezio, one tendril. Is it reaching ten? At so Philip, so. and then the third one is going to go Not to. Are they even in range? So, yep. So it's a reach of ten. Uh, well, Philip's not really in reach then. So. What type of damage is that? The tendril. Don't know yet. They they haven't fallen yet though. So how are they in range? Uh, they uh, haven't they haven't risen entirely. Oh. Well, he hovers firstly, so he's not like on the ground. He's kind of like. Like, this is accurate. He's hovering. Well, how much time has passed since they cast it? He cast it has it even, it's it's like a re, is this Maybe like three seconds. But your your web is catching them, and I'm imagining you didn't put your web 50 feet up in the air. It's probably more no. like Oh, the web is catching them. It's preventing them from going up? Okay. Yeah. Would he be at a disadvantage attacking us right now? Because we're of the... the, the we have a higher height. <laughs> technically, you guys do have a higher height, so technically he does have a disadvantage. <laughs> but he still that. gets an advantage because I recklessly attack. On you. I'm correct. No. Yeah. So your two attacks. He'll do two tendrils to you and two tendrils to Sam because these two are the only ones in reach. Alright, so Kyle, the first one is a 27 to hit. The second one is a... I'm dead. 
22 to 27 to hit. I guess oh, 22? No, both hit. Okay. I'm dead. <laughs> I, I might thought, as well save I, it up. I thought, like... I'm confused. About what? He cast anti-gra- the anti-gravity, and then... That was his legendary... So you haven't had legendary actions come into play yet. No. Legendary actions are things that creatures have. Well, some creatures can have. Bosses. That, bosses. That, um... He can cast them, it's not his turn? Yes. yes. Oh, that's it's basically, why basically seven, seven, Imagine nine, it being a free reaction. Three seconds, though, would be... Well, I guess... I so, thought they had started rising up. Oh, so it went to my turn immediately after he casted it. Yeah. So, so he did it between... They didn't, they didn't have time to get off the ground. Yeah, he right? did it between you and Kyle. Yeah. Okay. So... What did I roll? I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. So... Kyle, you are going to take 14 points of slashing damage, halved to 7. Oh, God. And an additional 17 points of necrotic damage. Okay, wait. 17 and 7, so that's 24. I'm still alive! I'm still kicking! Uh, That's uh, 11, right? Wait, say it again. Yeah, 11. So, second attack... Wait, second attack? Yeah, he hit you with two. He hit you for he hit you with a twenty-seven. <laughs> Damn it, dude! I'm dead. <laughs> Goodbye, Zor. You're dead. No, but he forgot about one Four. thing. What? Oh, go ahead. Keep going. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Four points of slashing damage, which I already have for you. Okay. And you're also going to take. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. He knows. He knows wait, what I'm gonna wait, do. Wait, wait, wait. Fourteen points. Wait, wait, wait. You know, I'm so now. Wait, 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 wait. Now I'm gonna use my passive. I could use once per day that keeps me from dying. Yeah. Go back down to one HP. Yep. You're dead. Wait a second. I was gonna I was gonna react. That's okay. I was thinking about reacting so That's alright, now let it go. Just let, let it go. go. Yeah, because this is this is how it's meant to be. So he's down to one <laughs> HP and you, just you see, want him to be like this. You guys just see Zor like take two tendrils and he is just <laughs> He fights through the pain like a true monster. Demezio, he is currently bleeding out. <laughs> Demezio, you're right next to him, and you see, like, as he, you see him fall unconscious, and then you just see him out of his nostrils and, like, out of his shoulders, like, forms this smoke, and it collectively begins to form over him like a dark cloak, and then turns into this almost like a shroud with a minotaur helmet. And you just see the, red, the eyes are red and brown. On your shirt. Where? What? Oh, in those gang. That's called Relentless Endurance, right? Is that the ability? It's a, half it's, it's a new orc ability. I think it is. It's a half orc. Yeah, I think I think so. What has um, a minotaur helmet on? His, so as he fell, smoke began to come out of him, and it oh. formed in like this... Uh, this shadowy drape over him that over the top has a minotaur helm, like helm over oh, it. Oh, what the dang! Okay. And you see the eyes are beginning to glow red. Dang, Zori, you look badass. <laughs> um, so Sam, I will put these two dice. Oh, no, I'll keep it Sam. I'll keep it fair. So these are disadvantage at you. First one is a twelve. Second one. Nah, uh, disadvantage, so not natural 20. 13 plus 10, so 23 to hit. 
Oh, with your shield of faith, right? And his plus two to haste. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. So you managed to skate alive out of that one. Just barely. <laughs> yeah, just barely. What the fuck? Sam, it is now your turn. All right. How close am I to him? I'm going to say roll roll a d20 and then if it's below a if it's below a 10 you're going to be outside of reach and if it's above a 10 then it's going to be inside reach (laughs) 14 okay you are inside of his reach because it is on a slope and there is a possibility that you would be able to still swing at his tendrils as it like Reaches out. Okay. I'm going to roll to attack. Um, I was going to say, technically, you would be at disadvantage because you're not, like, you're not used to fighting in the air or stuck in webs. Are you sure? <laughs> Actually, hold on. Uh, I need you to read the web. Well, I'll read the, the web spell. He's got to be at disadvantage. We're floating in the sky. Come on. <laughs> so... Here's the Come thing. On. He's also at a higher adva- higher elevation, elevation. so oh. technically he has advantage. So that cancels each other out. Just but the your, last put thing, put your swords into him. Don't they make dexterity like, saving throws? Like, like a tree. Strength. Yeah, right. Yeah, technically they do. So I need both of you to make a dexterity saving throw to see if you're restrained by the webs that he put you in. Oh, oh Geo. Son of a bitch. So I rolled a fifteen when you said to roll the hit. You want me to keep that for no. if I succeed and then roll again? Now yeah. it is okay. That's what I believe. Is this a dex or constitution? Dex. 18. Okay, so you are not restrained. Wait, if I'm proficient saving in saving throw? Oh, no. I'm not 23. Restrained. You're not... So neither of you are restrained in the webs. Right. You're kind of like... You saw it. You saw him, the webs kind of come out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, yes. and you grab, and you're able to fight without being restrained. So it's just a flat roll, so just the 15 that you rolled. Plus, yeah, plus, plus all my shit. Yeah. Uh, 15 plus 8. 23. 23 is going to hit. <laughs> It's later on in the day. I know I asked you already, right? But like, well, we can long rest after this. It's probably around four-ish, five-ish. I think I said. That's late enough. I'm gonna second level <laughs> divine smite. Okay. I'm going. To, I'm going right the fuck the bat after this. <laughs> Work hard, play hard. What is second level divine smite? It is a ability of a paladin, so basically it adds additional damage uh, to his hits. Oh. And it uses a spell slot, which ten, is why he's saying second level. Ten oh. slashing, Andy. Okay, ten slashing. And then... Eighteen radiant. Okay, eighteen radiant. Did you use all your, your extra action, too? No, nope. not yet. That was just the first hit. Okay. <laughs> I'm keeping track. 18 to hit. Uh, yeah, yeah, 18 hits. Five plus four plus one. Uh, ten. Ten damage. Ten damage, okay. That was just slashing, right? Yep. Okay. That's in that one. <laughs> Next one. Uh, a 16 to hit. That just hits. Okay. Last level of Divine Smite. First level. 
Okay. Their last last spell slot, I should say. Okay. Do you want to take a look at how that fell? <laughs> it's alright. They're both two, so I'll re-roll. The one was like D4 D4s. completely like up on its side like <laughs> like this. Wow. But I'll just because I could it was it looked like it may have been a two, but i I get to re-roll those anyways. Roll. So six. Uh plus five. Eleven. Slashing. Yep. And four to four radiant. And now my bonus action. Damn. What's the four radiant from? It's divine smite. Oh, okay. I I just not used to hearing four radiant. And then I used I to hearing thirteen. <laughs> I know. I rolled two twos. Okay. And then you missed on the last one. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So he has to make a concentration check. Damn right he does. And he fails. So. Gravity is back to normal. Yeah. You guys fall back down without taking any damage, um, except for Twig and Philip. He's also revealed too. Because yes, he is. Oh, He's you revealed. are dead. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is yeah, very you possible. Go, and you go next, Kyle. It is very possible that you I'm will definitely use it. Do I have to use Do a turn to come this? out of the? It would be your movement. Go for it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Twig is going to take seven points of damage from the fall. And Philip is going to take two points okay. of damage from the fall. You know what it is to attack, though. So his Andy said his like when Andy has a rule, a house rule where when we just make the AC that he tells us that you just hit. So huh. I had a sixteen, and he said you just hit. So now you know 16, that all you yeah. need is a sixteen. Right. So now if you make a roll and it's like let's say fifteen, where you're just right there, you could use your inspiration yeah. dice to put you over the edge. Mm. Yeah. And Does it just give you plus one or reroll? No, it's a D4. Oh, D4. D4. So, no more disadvantage. You can reckless attack to your heart's content with uh, rolling two D20s and taking the higher of the two. All right, let's go. Oh, shit. 14 and 1. <laughs> okay, so 14 Four. plus 2 Four. is 16. No. 14. So you have minus 5 plus your... Pull strength, right? Plus strength. strength. So that's 18. Seven. Plus your, you don't add your proficiency, right? Yeah, you do to attack. Okay, so yep. eighteen. This is twenty-one. That's a hit, right? Eighteen yeah, twelve. Hit. Right. Okay. So, where's my D twelve? Right here. How much is it? That's ten. Okay. So that's ten. Twenty-six. It's fine. I'm not gonna make you do the math. You stand after falling. You stand up. Just you guys see this intimidating figure, even from your, from your extra dimension, because the only way you can look through is through the hole you came through. Right. And it's angled in such a way that you see this black cloaked Zor. He just stands there menacingly, looking at this creature. Takes his ass and axe. Ass, ass, takes his ass. <laughs> takes his ass. <laughs> takes his axe, and just one fell swoop straight down the middle, just cuts this thing in half, and you see the energy from inside of it begin to like boil up and just explodes like a balloon. Yes. Is that? Yeah! Is the pool of void energy gone? The pool of void energy is gone. What's there? Empty ground? It's a indent in the ground. It looks like it, there may have been like some kind of some kind of water there, but it's gone. Okay. Nice. So, yeah. good job with that. Zor saved the day. That- and Geo with the web. Just uh, saying, that was definitely a lot closer than I'd like to be. 
And with that said, you guys have earned what is seventy-two thousand divided by four. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, 7,200. Oh, uh-huh. uh, you made me so happy. Sorry. <laughs> 70, well, we'll call it. Here, let me, let me divide it. It's 1,800 as total. Nice experience, right? Yeah, 1,800 uh, each. Call it 2,000 each because I modified it to be a little harder. 19,620? <laughs> is that where we're all at? Yeah, 19,620. We're all at that. Yeah. You yeah. never did. You give us XP at the end of last time, or did we have any? I haven't listened to the ex- okay. to it yet. Oh well. Was Close it enough. was it for the slads or was it for the? Oh, I don't know. What did we do last time? Z- did Zag? we do anything? Zag, did I give well, you anything for Zach? So we're no, we didn't do anything. Just the two orcs we killed. They're probably not. What are you guys at right 19, now? Nineteen six twenty. Uh, call it. I'm gonna do 380 to make it be 20,000 even. 380 each. Or is that too That's much? That's too much. Okay. We'll call it, uh, do 1950. 1950. Alright, so. Uh, level 7, sorry, Andy. Level 7 for you, uh, you get something pertaining to your class. class. Yeah. Right, but, but then at level 8 is when you get the ability score improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys are going to go up to 19750 for your XP, which you already did. Uh, but just want to get that on there so that I know later on. Um, okay, so good job. That was your extra encounter that I was asked to roll. <laughs> um, <laughs> so maybe not do that next time. Uh, and this won't happen. Any hoozy. I'll do it again. <laughs> Thanks, Melbourne. <laughs> All right, so Kyle, what happens at the end of your... Relentless Endurance, or whatever the hell it's called. You only use it once, and you can't use it on a long rest. But it brings you to... It's like basically uh, like Death War. You don't die. You get a second life. Gotcha. Okay. So I can't use it again until a long rest. Do we heal... How do we heal... Do you have uh, the Monsters Universe? I have it on Like, here. you heal, like, next... Like, it's a half-orc ability, you but can it's heal on the sh- orc. Sh- 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 you have to have healing spells. So you can heal by healing spells, healing potions, um, or by taking a short rest. You so have hit dice that you can use. I um, Someone's the next time I could do one of those things. Or a long rest. Um, you can take a short rest now if you want and continue on your day's journey. Does yeah. long rest put, put you back at the full Yes, let's do it. Yeah, but that's why it's only... So a full rest, or a long rest, is like a full rest. You get everything brought back. Yeah. So that's why I limit it to one a day. Yeah. And yes, it's been a one hell of a long day, but not exactly tired just yet because I think I said it was about four or five o'clock. So you guys can do some more traveling. Oh, and then did we long rest before this last session? Because I have no. I used short rest. Yes. Day. So well, you long rested last when session. you met yeah. Bomber. Yeah. Okay, because so he came and we did we did other shit between then and so now. I should be we, at the six dice again, right? For, for yeah, bowling. we were about to long rest and then. Uh, yeah. He asked us if we wanted to roll for another encounter. Yeah. yeah. So so we're going to use our hit dice then. We're going to short rest. Okay. okay. Short rest. Which one's the hit dice again? Uh, uh, so well, for you, you it's a D8. A D8. The diamond? Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, this I'm going to... Yeah. During the short rest, can I like examine the creature see if I can get anything out of it? Like uh, maybe something for the potion or something like oh, that? Oh, that's good. So, 14. yeah, make an investigation check real quick. 14. That's 2. 
So I, I got a. Uh, is that intelligence yes. modifier? That's, look at yes. this. I just rolled it on my pen. 14 and 11. Hold on. Let's see. That's the third dice. So we're down to three d12. So what does it mean if I roll the three? So I rolled d20, right? That's okay. I was just doing math. Oh, yeah, what, what does it mean if I roll the three? So now. Yeah. Oh, wait. You actually had your constitution yeah, modifier 280, right? So 6 plus 1 is 7. One second, Gio. What? You add your constitution for every roll, too, right? Yes. So okay. you add your hit die plus your constitution modifier. So you, so you rolled a 3. Yeah. So then you add your constitution, which is 3. three. So then it becomes 6. So okay. you get 6 more high. HP. Did you get damage? Oh, my goodness. Wait, you didn't yeah, yeah I did. I have 30... Nine health for me and thirty-four health for the steel. So your steel isn't going to get anything, but you're going to go from you can thirty-nine. Cast on it. Yeah, so your steel, your health is going to go from thirty-nine to forty-six, forty-five. What about this? Not like maximum HP, just regular, like to go back up to my max HP, which is fifty-seven. Yeah, so you're now you're going to go to forty-five after one roll. Forty-six sounds a lot better. And then one. now roll again. <laughs> you said forty-six. Forty-five. Sixty-five. Yep. So you can roll again. You have six of these because it's one per level. So now you got another six. So now it's going to be 51. Just try and limit the amount of constitution. And then you can do again. So that's going to be five plus three, which is eight. So now you're going to be back up to full, which is 57. 57. Okay. And then, and then you can, so now you used one. Two, oh, yeah, and my homunculus is three. So you used three hit dice. So you still have three more left that you could use throughout the day. If, if we were to do this, like, uh, let's if we say, do another short rest. Yeah, like, saying, let's say we got something bad happen and we got right. fucked up. We could do that again. Um, so then you have three more left. But like, I had to use all of mine. Kyle, I'm sure, had to use all of his. Um, and then... You can't use it you long rest again. Yeah. So I can't use anything right now more. Oh, and then if you want to do, yeah. do mending... Yeah, how do I do mending? And it's a it's a cantrip, and you just have to touch the. So can um, he heal it back to full then? What's the limit? It says. I have fifty two HP for the steel. Uh, Forty six. Huh? Where's the steel? Oh, hang on. I'm sorry. I was flipping around here. Forty six. That's pretty good. Then you used all of your. So it device? should say somewhere in here about. Did you add your constitution for each one too? Repair it. So you have to add your constitution for each one. So six times. The magical mechanism says if I restore two D eight plus eighteen hit points to itself or one, or to one construct or object within five feet itself. So it could do it to itself, right? Repair three times a day. Yep. So you can roll the two D eight and then add your proficiency sixty four. So I roll the D eight twice and then proficiency bonus. Which always add constitution for that. Okay. I'm at sixty four. I apologize. I didn't have my constitution. So you're still good. under Force max, you're good. but that's I'm, I'm comfortable now. Three, what about your homunculus? What? I can't use this for He's mending on him. He's he's working on his steel defender right now. So four and then six. Seven, eight, nine. So it's thirteen. All right. I am tapped. I'm pretty sure I thought we were gonna die. I actually did. Did were you were you concerned that you were gonna die? If a I, little bit. If I, I can say, use this three use times a day, can I use it again or no? Am I not allowed to use <laughs> it twice in a row? Mm-hmm. I knew he was dead once he lost this. This advantage. It just says three times a day, so as long as you I know are, you can use it three oh, times. Period. Throughout the day, it doesn't matter. So I can, can I use it right after I use it once? Just because I'm gonna fully heal. Eight. Ten d six. Falling to heaven. Maybe you saved that. That was really cool. Okay, so that was a huge stage. Yeah, and then give her head rope check. So 
Uh, I rolled a d20 for the tree, so that really just worked out nicely. Okay, while you're looking up that, what did you get for your investigation check? Oh, I rolled a 7. So you go up and you try to... You look around and, strangely enough, like, the creature's body is gone. Like, you see evidence of it burned and scorched onto the ground where it laid just a second ago. But it's almost like it either evaporated, disappeared, turned to ash, or something. It's just gone. Hmm. Melkor is puzzled. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was a lot of talking, but Kyle, did you have a question for me? I know you you were trying to... Okay, you're good? I don't don't know. How do I get the homunculus back? Uh, Let me read it. Sorry. I'm just reading stuff in here and... uh, Confused? It doesn't really say anything about, like... I mean, nothing I can see right off the bat here. Can you mend it? Like, yeah. Or do you have to, like, recast a homunculus spell or something? Homunculus gains 2d6 hit points if the mending spell is cast on it. Uh, if you are the homunculus dies, it vanishes, leaving its heart in space. So you have... So the homunculus died, and its heart, you pick it back up. Um, which I think means... No, oh, that's actually a good question. Dead forever? Is that the, uh, Can you mend the heart? Yeah, uh, good that doorbell thing. Mm-hmm. What's what what it be there? Three. Three? Yeah, so those are nice. Just ten bucks a month. Three? Just ten bucks a month. So there's that. There's my parents' feet there. Oh wow! Yeah, those YJs are sweet, man. I love them. Nice white color. What is your intelligence modifier? My intelligence modifier is plus four. And what is your level six? My what level? Artifis. What is your level? Six? Uh, yeah, six, right? So you're... Well, are we about to be level seven or not yet? Not yet. Not okay, yet. so six. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, something very important that I think we all... That me and you both missed. Um, it has something called evasion. If the homunculus is subjected to an effect that allows it to take to make a dexterity saving throw, to take only half damage, it instead takes no damage if it succeeds the saving throw, or only half da- half of the half if it fails. Um, I read that, but I was confused. I was like, I don't know what that means. So it's basically saying that on that when it failed its dexterity saving throw, I think it's like thirty something damage. Instead, it should have taken half of that, and then if it succeeded that, it would take zero. I see. So, I'm going to say, because we fucked up... Uh, it's actually alive? It's actually still alive. Because um, it was it's like right on that verge anyway, so I'll just say it's alive. Save you some time. And then you can cast Mending on it, which means it regains 2d6 hit points uh, every time you cast it. 2d6. And its hit points is 1 plus your Intelligence modifier plus your Artificer level. So 1 plus 4 plus 6. So 11. So 11 plus what I roll? No, eleven is its max max yeah. max HP. The what you're rolling right now is you casting mending on it to mm. heal it. So right now it's at one, and you're trying to bring it back up to eleven. Okay. So I roll a three, and then you it's two d six. So you roll another one, and then add it. So three and one. So four that brings it up to five, and you can do you can do it again. Okay. For two. 
Sorry, I closed it. No, you're good. I'm sorry, I'm just getting a little bit, uh, I'm just a little, uh, I want to make sure I'm, like, processing this correctly or whatever. Sorry, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in this game. No, so it's kind of hard to, like, I just want to make sure I'm doing everything right. I freaking, uh. So you can, because mending is a cantrip, you can just keep casting it and get it all the way up to 11. It's okay. okay. Yeah, so the rules don't really matter. Why not? What are you looking for? Oh, here it is. Okay. Steel Defender. I haven't had a beer in probably yet. It says 2d6 at the bottom paragraph there. All right. So I can just keep casting uh, until it's uh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so you can just so yeah. okay. So, um, so he's at eleven. He's at full health. Yeah, he's at full health. Yeah. All right. Long-winded short rest. <laughs> um. All right. What do you guys want to do? Are you ready to bunk for the day? Because uh, you got past your mandatory encounters. But apparently, you guys feel the need to keep pushing the button. Twig, <laughs> I mean, do we, uh, you know, do you think we should continue on a little ways before making camp, or should we camp out right here? I think we should probably get away from the dead area of of foliage, foliage and uh, then make camp. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good idea. Because hey. it's probably not a good idea to camp in this thing's lair. Hey, Twig, how come uh, we're still getting lost in here? And not liking that we can't find our way or keep fighting all these things which is fine but i hate feeling lost you're supposed to be the leader in this just because i have the most experience out here does not mean that i know everything out here my experience is very limited <laughs> not after this trip yeah i've definitely seen the most with you <laughs> with you folks never seen one of those things. I don't even know what the hell it is. Well, I guess that means uh, you can name it then. What about Philip? He's he's a park no, ranger. No, that's a bad name for that monster. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Philip. It is a bad name. <laughs> no worries, Philip. Is the Philip park... still alive? Is Philip still alive? Yeah. <laughs> Philip is still good. He's yeah, a park he's... ranger. Shouldn't he know how to get out of here? He's under Twig. Twig's higher ranking than he is. Oh. So Philip has no fun clue where he is. Oh man, damn you, Philip! <laughs> He's like, so you guys have traveled at... for about a day, but this is a fully like uncharted like forest that has been left to overgrow by itself, and full of crazy dangerous monsters. So the people who come out and explore this, the forest guard, um, Philip, i.e., or Twig, do not go very far. Right, right. They have very limited experiences. Stay on the main path. So if yeah. you look. Alex, at the TV, this is the map of the area, like this this part of the continent. Yeah. Okay. We are in this giant forest down here. Jesus. So we came, originally we were in this little town called Tullamore. Okay. We went over the pass there, and then we're now we're in this giant forest, which takes up like a quarter yeah, of the Yeah, that's entire... massive. Do we know exactly where we are in the forest, or no, because we're nope. lost? You guys oh, have no God. idea. Are we going in a certain direction, north, yeah. south, east? Yeah, uh, Twig is taking you south. I think I said north before, but seeing the map now, it's very clearly south. Uh, so it's going to be south, southeast. He's taking you. Okay. It'll be like by the A in Valley. Okay. Hey, 
Demezio, Bomber. You would not be that far. Melkor. Really? Did you I say all that? Not even at where it's where it's labeled. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, all right. This is a giant freaking forest. Do they know where we're, where it is that we have to go? This Twig has a general direction. The owl doesn't know where you're going. So, Demezio, Malcor, Bomber, all of you, and this Twig guy, he doesn't seem to be know where he's going, and I don't know where the hell I'm going. So I think as a group we should decide what the hell we do next. Instead of, or maybe we draw straws, and whoever draws the biggest straw gets to decide where to go, because this guy... Is clueless and lost. Like you could do better. Al, probably not, but we do have a tiefling, and he might be a little smarter. Twig, do you know where you're going? Generally, but it is hard in a giant forest where all the trees look the exact fucking same. Did Twig just swear? Andy swore. So was Andy swearing. I can help you navigate. I would greatly appreciate that. All right, then, as a group, Malcor, since you and Twig are going to work together, what do you think we should do? Mm. I think we should continue following Twig's lead because, Twig's lead because, what are we going to do? We're going to turn back, we're going to get lost without Twig. Yeah, I got lost in that last monster, it freaking lost itself in me. Almost died, damn it! Uh, so I think I'm hungry, just, just... I want beer, I'm sweating, I smell, and we're stuck in this forest, and it's swarming me, and I, I'm hungry! So what you're saying is, uh, I think we should just continue uh, doing what we've been doing. I don't know, we're lost, apparently, we're in a forest that's trying to eat us, closing in, I'm claustrophobic. Twiggy, please continue. <laughs> Minus the detour from from Zog, uh, I think we're probably at least a day away from the satyrs. Um, once we find them, they should be able to help guide us to uh, Hymenseer. And who are the satyrs? Twig. Satyrs are the natural people, or the native people to the forest. That's not Twig's voice. Aim Twig. That's Twig. Satyrs are natural people in forest. That's Twig. Is Phil gonna meet Philatikis? Sure. <laughs> Philatikis. Why not? We'll have we'll have a satyr named Philatides in here. There you go. Is he saying titties? <laughs> Phil- so from, from, Her- from Hercules. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> oh. Not that one. Oh. <laughs> the Disney Hercules. Oh. With his, he has a satyr that trains him named Phil. Okay, no, I'm not a professor. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> All right, now I remember it all. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you guys like to... I'm going to say you guys have been traveling and... It's probably close to 9 o'clock at night until when you finally feel safe and out of that thing's range. It took several hours to get out of it, as far as, like, the dead zone, they're gonna, we're going to call it. Yeah. Um, there were definitely some parts where it flared back up again, like, it looked like it was going well, and then it just became dead again. So you tried to steer away from that as much as you could so you didn't run into another one of these things. Um, 
You didn't see any of them, but you were just kind of using your intuition. You're like, ah, maybe probably for the best that we don't run into another one. Um, so you guys can choose to continue on if you would like and roll for another encounter. Um, if you do, that's fine. But after that, yep. you're going to get an, well, if you do, that's fine, but you're going to have an exhaustion level. We are going to bed. <laughs> I'm pitching my tent right here. Hey, Bomber. I smell something in your bag. You got treats? <laughs> oh, yeah, I got, I got the, uh, oh, I got treats, all right. I got nine rations of food, but I shouldn't have told you that because now you're going to eat them all. You got any of those chef treats? <laughs> I heard you're a chef. I saw your cooking utensils. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got it all. I actually right. went through your bag when you were knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, I just gotta get some uh, ingredients. So if you wanna go out and get some uh, ingredients, I'll get some food. I don't really like stinky dwarfs, but you make me food, and I like stinky dwarfs. Then. <laughs> so is that what we're doing? Making a feast? Is, is the food gonna smell like you? Yes. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you spend the rest of your night engorging yourselves in the treats prepared by Bomber and his homunculus ally and his steel defender. Um, you talk about the day's events, and if you guys want to talk about anything else, you're more than welcome to while you guys take a long rest. I don't know if there is anything you guys want to talk about. Um, like amongst each other, like any revelations that came upon that you want to talk about. Zor, you can't die. Did the crazy bastard. Did Domezio make the same revelation that Sam did? About Andy's evilness. I think it's fair to say that Domezio is not entirely stupid. And with the reveal of his... Sure? How, what, what's his What's his intelligence? <laughs> Negative one. Make a general <laughs> intelligence check. Make a general intelligence. A negative one doesn't mean he's downright fucking stupid, but it You're does mean You're as dumb as a pack of rocks like Zor! <laughs> it's a three. I'm going to say no. Okay. But you could talk about Zog. You wanted to. Hey, so uh, Zor, like, what is this, like, issue that, uh, that Zog had with me? Like, I don't even know the guy. And he kept saying that he really hates me and that, that somebody like me may have slayed a bunch of people. But, like, obviously it wasn't me. Well, I mean, Demezio, he is a fork and you're an elf. So, you got that going for you. You got those ears, too. It's just the way things are, I think. I don't know. It was weird, though. He kept bringing up the past, and I hate the past. Ugh. You see this axe? You see, see, this ass. see this ass? You see this ass? <laughs> Do you see it? Look at me! That is, that, look at this. Yeah, look that, at my asshole. That is a, <laughs> Stare in the eye of the abyss. <laughs> that is a plump ass if I have ever seen one. No! My axe, not my ass! Oh. <laughs> That is a plump axe if I've ever seen one. <laughs> oh, I love you see cupcake here? 
Yeah. This is my daughter. I am. Freaking elves killed my family. My wife. She was elf. And my daughter was elf orc. And her name was Cupcake. And they took her from me. So now she's here with me. Guys can, this is cupcake. You guys can either choose to believe him or think he's crazy. It's up to you. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that you married an elf? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you I married an elf! <laughs> and your daughter was half elf, half yeah. orc? Yes. And that's, that's her? I'm going to point to the axe. No, not that, not that axe! My, this is what I have! This is her! I talked to her! She's still here with me! Gotcha. I mean, I, well, I, uh, I just found out that apparently I got one of those too. Not an axe, a daughter. Uh, still alive. As far as I know, I haven't met her yet. Apparently, she's like 30 years old or something like that. Right, Terry? Yeah, roughly. I have yet to meet her. Apparently, I am a deadbeat dad. <laughs> well, uh, I don't really know what to say to that. But I, I just I, found out. I didn't know. It wasn't like I was knowingly well, a what, shithead. Where are you from, Demesio? I'm from a uh, little town called Stellaris. And do you know where your daughter is located? Stellaris. <laughs> Are you sure Zor didn't marry your daughter? Holy fuck, I just realized that. <laughs> what, what's your daughter? What's your wife's name? What was your wife's name? You did tell me. Zor's wife's name is not Stellaris. That's not my daughter's name either. This must not have been a very romantic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you remember her name? I thought you told me their names. I didn't write it down, though. Let me go back in our text messages and see. I want to say it was... So can you search the messages for wife? Hold on a second. Yeah. I have it. Sorry. I didn't write it in my thing. Like an idiot. I was going to tell you to search for Zor, but you probably... It's probably like in 30 messages. Are, you, are those your dice, Jimmy? No. No? Those are Andy's. Uh, Andy's dice. I was wondering if you bought dice, yeah. No. This is, I just, just bought some. Marveling at this. Being like, shit. Venora. Nora? V-A-N-O-R-A. Venora, yeah. I do gotta buy some. Nice. I knew it wasn't there. Yeah. I started with a V. I thought it was. I was gonna say. Right, uh, so like write this bucks. down. Oh, yeah. uh, Venora, wife. Your grandfather is Ugor. Ugor, yeah. Your dad is Bolar. Hey, God. Oh. Okay. That's your dad. Yeah, that's dad. Yeah. And your mother is Maui. <laughs> Maui. <laughs> okay, so like the demigod? <laughs> no, that's a real orphan animal. Okay, yeah, I almost said uh, Victoria, but that was wrong. Sorry. Uh, that, that's no, not... not, I knew it wasn't that at all. I'm just having a brain fart, okay? It happens. 
This long battle. Yeah. Nora's my wife. I take my hand and wipe the sweat off my brow and go. Not that I don't like you or nothing, but I don't know if I'm ready for a son-in-law. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, a grandkid. Or a grandkid. A dead grandkid. And a, holy fuck. <laughs> Definitely not that. <laughs> we gotta find this. These, these people that did this, they were part of some cult or some type of like brotherhood or something. But, but, I mean, the only thing that's weird is like you said that your family was killed by elves. They were definitely elves. But then, like, why would elves attack another elf? Like your wife and child. Well, granted, your child was half, but... My wife ran away from a lifestyle as a... When she was young. She was more into, like, that she, alternative she's lifestyle. She's an Yeah. This alternative lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> she lived on the edge and the outskirts. <laughs> but, uh... She was part of something that she didn't want to belong to when she was younger. And I don't know. I saw humans. I didn't <laughs> see any point here. Yeah, I don't know if you're from the same tribe, dude. But I saw elves. They were elves. You, you couldn't mistake them. We're both from Mogus, you idiot. Different parts of Did you guys know each other before this? You guys lived in the same town. Actually, make a history check. Both of them or just... Just him. You twenty. Well, did you mention your dad's name or anything? Would you have or no? My dad's name is Bolar. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> sure. He's Bolar. We'll say that you had the conversation about your family. Knowing Zor, he probably gave out too much information. Here <laughs> Social security name. number. <laughs> what is history? Intelligence? History is intelligence. Uh, so tense. <laughs> he says... My name is Zor. Bolar. My, my mom is Maui. My dad is Bolar. I was married to... <laughs> Venora, my social security <laughs> number is 358 293 0521. Sure. Oh, 14. So, hearing Bolart, like, that name just sticks in your head, and you're like, what the hell? How do I know this? And it takes a while. You kind of zone out of the conversation while he goes on and on. Oh, well, Zork goes on and on about too much detail. You missed the last four digits of his social security number. <laughs> Story of my life. And. <laughs> And it clicks. Bolar supplied your father with the tools that he needed to work on his invention. Tools Bolar. and materials. Bolar's your father. Yeah. I think Bolar, your father, was supplying materials to my father when he was working on a siege weapon. Is that good or bad? <laughs> I suspect there's several reasons why our village could have been invaded. One of them is that my father's siege weapon became a threat to neighboring territory. So they came in to just get rid of all of us. So I'm guessing since you all, like a lot of the family died, that the siege weapon didn't really go as well as it was expected. Oh, it was a threat. That's why it, it worked. Um, but they, they destroyed it and they killed my father before he could uh, start pr producing it. So, but I'm really concerned as to why you say everyone was killed by humans and then, uh, 
Like Zora here, they keep saying that everyone was killed by elves. Perhaps it was both. Do they really work together? You immediately go to your go to your head like I think the family employs humans. I have that revelation. Yeah. What about you, Demezio? What are you from? <laughs> from Stellaris. I don't know where the hell that is. I'm talking about your life. Where are you? You said you had a sister. What about your family? You got anything to tell us about your life? <sighs> Did he say sister or daughter? I think you said, I said daughter. daughter. Daughter, sorry. Yeah, daughter, not sister. Well, I do have a sister, though. She's a twin. Yeah, I'm a her twin na- sister. Her name is Kyla. She's single? No. <laughs> <laughs> and Twig says, and ready to mingle. <laughs> Stop that. And I boop Twig on the beak. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of shakes his head and his feathers get all rustled up. <laughs> I, uh, I also have a older brother named Nico who is part of... Um, the Boros Legion, who, up until recently, I deeply despised, but come to realize that he may not be that bad of a guy. However, still on the fence about my feelings about him. Uh, my dad is named Silvio, and up until recently, thought everything was great. Come to find out, he's been taken captive and is held somewhere up north. And uh, he's been replaced by, never mind, it's better if you don't know. But he's being taken up north, and uh, my brother is trying to help me get him back in safety. Um, Look at all this fun you guys have to look forward to. How much shit I've thrown at Sam. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, like, it's really been a doozy. Like, I'm really glad that, like, my family has kind of taken the background for a little while. (laughs) <laughs> but who's you who wait you why can't you tell us who your father was replaced by because it's uh like plausible deniability like there's they're like may or may not be something that can read your mind so like it's probably best if you don't know because then that way there's nothing for you to know sketchy Demezio, are you involved with the elvish mafia <laughs> doesn't even know what that is. <laughs> Coming, being from Mogus, you would not know what that is. <laughs> you would not. Well, he has a really weird accent. <laughs> <laughs> sounds Italian. I'm not. You know, I'm not discriminating against any <laughs> Italians, but you know. It says Giovanni. <laughs> <laughs> it says Melkor. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if I would ask, I would answer, but you probably won't know. Like you probably wouldn't know to even ask that. Okay. Um, I'm confused. Halfway through the conversation, I'm starting my attention span. It's just the people that I used to travel with, the ones that have been taken hostage. They uh, there's been some issues. About me not being so forthcoming with a lot of stuff. I'm trying to be a little better. But there's definitely some things that are probably best for you guys to not know for your own safety. That sounds really sketchy. I mean, if you really want to know, I can tell you. 
but like there's a chance that you may or may not be hunted down and killed and slaughtered. Not so killing me. It's safe You're to right. say that you are somewhat involved with some dangerous people. That would be a very safe assumption. Is there business conducted anywhere near the Savage Lands? Can you tell me that much? Make a history check. It's an eight. Uh, as far as you know, they only operate in Stellaris. As far as I know, they only operate in Stellaris. But, I mean, I exactly. definitely am not nearly, like, peak level of uh, ranking. So, like, you know, their scope may or may not exceed outside of the city um, limits. Alex, uh, roll a history check for me. So just the D20 and add your intelligence. Six. Plus four, ten. Okay. Why, what was that for? You're proficient too, so it's a thirteen. Oh, thirteen. That changes things. Being from Port Zelver, which is just north of the city of Stellaris, mm-hmm. you have heard rumors of a the city being overrun by underground mafia. Thugs. Elves. Um, they are not thugs. They are good people that have hearts of gold that may or may not make questionable decisions. You don't necessarily remember the name but you do know that there is an underground mafia organization that runs the thing that runs Stellaris. So Stellaris is here. Okay. Solura, which is where our home base is currently operating is right here. And then Port Zelver, where you're from is way up north there. Oh, they definitely, but it's not, I mean, in relation. Where's the Savage Lance in relation to us? Uh, Over here. Oh, on the other side. Okay. Uh, Malcor, why do you want to know if they're operating in the Savage Lands? I was becoming suspicious. I just began to wonder if this uh, organization, or whatever the hell he's talking about, uh, was somehow involved in the massacre of, in, at Mogus. Beats me. I mean, I. when did this massacre even occur? Approximately no. I think when I texted you, I said it was six months ago. Oh, six months. Oh, six months ago. Where was I six months ago? Well, it's been about one and a half since you started your adventure with Julian, so mm-hmm. you would have been back in Stellaris. I think you attacked him. <laughs> You sick son of a bitch. Possibly it's out on a mission, worse. but on Stellaris. Listen, I don't think he did. If he was really that stupid to be a spy in our group, he would be a dead man walking. And he did stick up for... He could have killed Jag. Because he was trying to kill him, and we didn't kill him. So if he really hated orcs, why would he just kill Jag? Or kill me? Well, good try. Try. <laughs> Maybe he's waiting for the perfect opportunity to stab us in the back. I have a very strict code of ethics, and that is not one of them. If we I'm just gonna, met if you, I'm gonna, if, if I'm going to stab hey, you, I'm a good guy. Look at me. I got a, I got a dog over here. If I'm going to stab you, it's going to be in the front. Oh, at least, at least he's honest about it. Stuff. Think about it, though, guys. Just really think for a second. We have a tiefling. Yeah, how am I the questionable? I'm an orc, 
<laughs> Wherever. Dwarf. A dwarf. That we like found it. in the bushes. <laughs> and then we got the holy paladin over here. So if anybody is going to be the good guy in the group, it's probably your highness over here. Okay? Because I'm pretty sure we're not the most... I'm not even going to question if you know what a paladin is, because I'm sure there are paladins in Mogus. I've actually... am fond of paladins. That's probably why I'm like heaven kicked her ass yet for being an elf. <laughs> Paladin trumps elf. Good to know. <laughs> there is a ranking system. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Don't worry. Because dwarfs, you're up on my list too. You're still a dwarf, remember? I'm an orc. Hey, I just oh. made your food over here. Hey. Ah, food, right. food trumps dwarf. So, yes. Food trumps dwarf. Just make me happy and we all get along. Okay. So where does paladin and food sit? What's on the hierarchy? What is higher, paladin or food? I really like good of a paladin. I like <laughs> food. I don't know. It depends on what food it is, right? I like, I like paladin. Steak, paladin, pork. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds reasonable. Yeah. I think I like paladin because I'm not paladin. <laughs> oh, it's cool. Well, we have time for another encounter before Gifford has to leave. Yeah, I gotta leave pretty soon. It's like nine o'clock. Yeah. You have to leave at nine because uh, it's no, no. Night. I have to leave probably in like like. Like seventeen minutes. Probably not in seventeen minutes. Sorry, but that's a, no, that's okay. That's, that's all right. I really hope it gets cleaned up by next time. We'll see. I get it, no problem. So I just, I just figured I'd let you guys kind of decompress everything mm-hmm. for a little bit. Do you guys have anything else you want to say to each other? Do you uh, like cooking? What's that? I said you guys like the cooking. It was delicious. All right. Well, I uh, I really don't know anything about these massacres. Uh, but hopefully it all gets uh, taken care of. Which I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'll know and I'll see that guy. Girl, no. It was a girl. It a girl, was a girl. I'll know. <laughs> no, talk about the people. I remember some distinct faces in my head. Oh no! The ones that what you roll when the history check comes. No, <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Um, okay. Maybe I won't know. So, with that said, if no one else has anything else they want to say, we'll take our our nighttime sleepy time. And we'll have some some watches, and we'll see what happens. So who wants to take first watch? Uh, I can. First four hours? Says the pal. Yep. Okay. How does that work exactly? So on watch, um, it's part of a long rest when you guys are not in a safe area like a tavern or a city or something like that. Um, basically what winds up happening is instead of everybody just sleeping, at the same time and being prone to attack, someone takes watch. Okay. That way, there's an alarm system at least. It's um, usually always me because I only need four hours. Okay. Because he's enough. 
So he'll take the first four, but then there's another four that has to get taken. So you guys can split it up into two hour breaks, um, or one hour breaks, or however you guys you want to. So, or whoever wants to take take watch. Um, Twig can take watch for at least one of them. So if somebody else wants to take watch for the other, what about Philip? Sure, Philip can do it. Good. <laughs> Why not? All right. So, Sam, for your four hours of fun, go ahead and roll a perception check. Oh, now I rolled good. <laughs> so that is a 22. It is insanely hard to keep watching this forest. Every little noise echoes. Um, off in the distance, you hear rumblings as twigs begin to break and roars as stuff begins to fight. And it's hard to tell, but it doesn't seem like it's coming closer. It's kind of just like a fight that's happening somewhere out in the distance. And then something flies over the moonlight sky that's it's kind of hitting you. It's kind of, it creates a shadow that just quick goes over you, and you look up and uh, make a perception check real quick. Again? Another one, yeah. Ten. First one was to see, like, to notice that. The second mm-hmm. one was to see if you saw it. Can't tell. You can't tell how far away. You can't tell how big. But you definitely see the outline of a dragon floating around in the sky. Not necessarily anywhere near you, but presenting a threat and presumably watching his territory. <laughs> Soon after, a second dragon flies on its tail. Ugh. There are two hovering around the general area of the forest. It seems like they are big because they go through the sky fast. Oh, I thought you said they were going to say that they were fighting each other. <clears throat> nope. Does it seem like they might see us? No. They're just completely. Do we have a fire? Unless you do. I'm dousing it. Dousing the fire. Got it. So it does like shout with no attacking. No. <laughs> you guys are all asleep. It is just Domezio right now. Um. You do not perceive them as an immediate threat. Well, you perceive them as a media threat because they're a fucking dragon. But you do not perceive that they are coming anywhere near you or close to you, nor do you see that they have picked up on you. But okay. just as a general scope of how bad things can get. Yikes. Alright, I'm going to wa- kind of watch them. Make sure they don't get any closer. It's odd. It's they're like patrolling. They, they're patrolling, but it, it's weird. Like It almost forms into like this playful dance between the two. Are they mating? No, not necessarily mating, but <laughs> kind of like a, they're definitely not going at it in the sky. Um, kind of more like a brotherly love kind of thing between two dragons. Very, well, make a history check. Let's see how much you know about dragons. 14. Surprisingly, you know a lot. Well, a little bit. Enough to get by. Enough to be dangerous. Dragons are typically solitary creatures, so it's kind of odd and bizarre that you see Two together that are not fighting and that are sharing the same territory. Yeah. Are they making any sounds? Oh, yeah. They definitely have roars coming out. They're friends. Oh, so now I I know a new sound. You are asleep. Um, But speaking of that, it does sound very familiar (laughs) to what you you heard Zord do in the woods. Remember when the Grungs came out? Sounds very distinctly familiar to that. Their roars. What he did, or what he did to make it sound like that. What what Geo did to make Kyle sound like a fucking yeah, 
giant ass beast. Wonderful. All right. That is your shift. I, t- I pass it on to Twig. You oh! Got, you got a dragon in you, Zor. Deep down. Let's see. Does Twig know these dragons? Why? Why now do you roll a natural 20? The one time I don't want you to t- yes. give the details. Hang on, let me get my pencil ready. <laughs> Pencils, everybody! Hey! <laughs> and going he's on. passing on helpful notes. Sorry, we're good. We're good. Pencils. What else do we know here? He says that he knows them. He has met with them once before. They are very intimidating dragons. But one is an emerald green dragon, or emerald dragon, I should say, and one is a sapphire dragon. Um, they are. His he does not know necessarily what they're looking for, but he knows that their names are Vusen, V U S E N. What's is that emerald? I was about to say that's the emerald dragon. V U S E N. Yep, and the sapphire dragon is Simoral, S E O M, R. E-L-R-E-L. He says that as far as what he was given when he first met them, they're looking for information about Hymenseer for whatever particular reason. About um, what? I'm sorry. Hymenseer. So Hymenseer is the um, yeah, best way I can say it without saying it. Um, basically... He is considered to be a mythological being in, of the forest that has, if anybody has ever seen him, most people think that they're crazy because it's Hymenseer. It's kind of like a, like, yeah, I'm sure yeah, you met okay, him. Like a myth or something. Yeah, kind of like Bigfoot. Like if someone walks up to you and says, hey, I've seen Bigfoot, like you're not going to believe them straight out. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, and he's supposed to have immense powers predating that of the gods and um, powers that are even beyond some comprehension for most mortals. And he's supposedly older than almost the world itself. I shouldn't say the world. Uh, He's older than society. Like civilization. Is that who we're looking for? Mm -hmm. That is all he knows about the dragons. He says that. Well, he says that he's ha- he has met them in the past. And how did you meet them and live? They're looking for information on Hymenseer. Like that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. They're looking for information on Hymenseer. They might have more information, but for whatever reason, Twig says that they're looking for them. Twig, how did you meet them and live? Um, well, wasn't necessarily something I planned for. That's Twig is asleep. No, there. It, this it's is just me and Twig. So Twig is waking up to take his watch as Sam is going back to end uh, his watch, okay. and they're exchanging this information. Um, Twig says, "Well, I was out on on a scouting adventure with with some of my underlings, and um, they kind of came out of nowhere, literally nowhere, like dropped out of the sky, and one stood in front of us, and one stood at the back, and they circled us." And they questioned us about Hymenseer, and 
they, we didn't lie, we didn't do anything, we just told them what we knew, and they then left. Rule number one with dragons, don't lie. <laughs> Glad you picked up on that. <laughs> write that down, write that down. <laughs> write that down. Don't lie to dragons. Um, one time I don't want a natural 20 to come up. Thanks, Twig. No problem. Are they do they do they not really cause a an issue for like us in the forest? Guess that depends on their mood. I've only met them once. Why are they traveling together? Like I don't know much about dragons, but I know they don't normally travel together. That's a question for them, I don't really know. Oh, excuse me. Like, the, why are you uh, two together? Like, are you a thing or something? Like, the... <laughs> you, why are you asking the bird man? I don't know. <laughs> you have wings. They have wings. I mean, oh, now you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about hymens? Hymens here. You're Cyber. Oh, that's right. That's right. Twig knows the general information about like what everybody else does. Oh, okay, that's right. Well, Twig. If uh, they're around, maybe that means that we're close. Possibly. They are pretty far off. I mean, it could be that we're really far away and they're super close. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so, okay. Good night. Good night. I'm going to. I would like to take Philip's watch. I didn't get there. I know they were saying Philip's. Oh, okay. Watches. That's fine. I want to take his watch. Okay. Sounds good. So. Philip goes to wake up and Zor gently takes his index finger and puts it against his lips. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what happens. Philip's just like, okay. And he goes back in his sleeping bag. Um, (laughs) That is one weird fucking orc. (laughs) And Twig sees you approach him and he says, oh, hi Zor. Please don't throw me. Uh, I got some sleep. And I got some treats. Nice. So I'm feeling pretty good now. And I feel a lot better. Awesome. Twig, listen. Yes? I have like a love and hate relationship with you. I've noticed. I see you. And I see this cute... Ow. And I just... Thank you. Makes me think of my late... Or my daughter who's gone. I don't know why. But you do. And sometimes you just drive me insane. Was but she an owl person too? No, Twig. She was a or she was a half elf, half orc. Oh. Yes. Half axe. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, not half ass. All right. <laughs> All right. So listen. I just we gotta get through this forest. Agreed. So you've traveled deeper in this forest before. Not really. You just, you just aimlessly walk around like an owl into the trees. I only hit trees when somebody throws me. Uh, all no, right. I've, I've gone about this far. This is as far as I've gone before. Okay. Anything happened while I was sleeping? There's some dragons up there. <laughs> dragons! <laughs> he, like, points them out and shows you and then tells you the same thing that he told the Mezio. Um, and kind of explains that as of right now, they do not pose an immediate threat, but just to keep an eye on them. And he does say that aside from that, it seems like an active night as there are several 
other entities in the woods still having bouts. You hear random ass fucking noises that you probably don't ever want to hear again somewhere off in the woods. Twig, I don't really want to die. I don't fear death, but damn, there's a lot of weird shit in this forest. I mean, I dragons. Know. The dragon's yeah. gonna eat your ass and then me. How did you live? How did they? What did you do? Did you give him a tasty snack or something? Because I'm pretty sure you were a snack. <laughs> they were looking for information on, on Hymenseer, and I gave it what I had, and then they left. What the hell? A dragon didn't eat you and burn fire? I've never actually seen a dragon. Yes, you have. They're right there. Oh my god, it's a dragon! Dragons! I gotta That's go tell Demesio, <laughs> I gotta tell, I gotta tell Melkor we see dragons! Oh, wake up, bombers! A bunch of dragons outside. <laughs> I go over to the tent and I start shaking the shit out of Melkor. Melkor, work the fuck up! <laughs> damn it, Melkor! God oh, damn fucking, it! There's fucking dragons outside. We gotta go outside. Come on, come on, come on! Fucking dragons! God damn it! What the fuck are you talking about, Sora? There's fucking dragons outside. Easily. Bomber, wake the hell up! Damn it! There's a dragon outside. Sora, shh. Inside voice. Oh. Outside, there's a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's dragons outside. What the fuck are you talking about? You ever see a dragon? Oh, shit. Burst out of the Where are the dragons? Oh, shit. They're not like right As above I point you, my finger into the sky. They're very far off. Like, um, they, they would definitely be farther south than you guys. Um, so not right over you, but it's still very you easily Yeah, easily seen. Twig, there's fucking dragons in this forest. You didn't tell us about that. Yeah. What can he tell us about the dragons? He reiterates again. <laughs> the same thing he's told these two. Hey, tell, tell Bomber too. <laughs> he reiterates again to Bomber. Wait, they're looking for the same guy we are? Yeah. Can they help us find him? Are they friendly dragons or are they hostile dragons? I don't know. Well, they you said you encountered them. I say it was we follow a quick them. thing. I say we follow them. Can we follow the dragons? You wouldn't get the benefits of, an, of a long rest because this is breaking oh, your long rest. Okay. Bobber, do you know anything about dragons? Uh, don't have to do it. You can make a history check. That's fine. It would be a bad idea if I called out to the no. dragons. Probably. Hey, Bomber. Probably. Let's not follow dragons, then, if you don't know about dragons. They seem friendly from what Twig Andy, told us. I'm trancing, like... No. <laughs> you just hear a very monotone Demasio say no out of out of nowhere. To the dragon following? <laughs> yeah. Well, they seem I could, nice. I could call the dragons down here. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. No. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. I tell you what. Anybody no. got any beer? <laughs> Let's see who's going to die first. Anybody have beer on them? What about you? Tasty snack treat guy? You got beer? You know what? No. We're going to give up on the dragons, I guess. There is a, uh, isn't there a brewer's kit or something like that? Oh, I do think I have something. Oh, I'll make some beer tonight to get drunk, dance, and calm Wait. down the dragons. Do the dragons seem hostile towards Hymensphere? I don't know. I think we should talk to the dragons. Yeah, no. They Twig didn't really talk to me much. The dragons. What'd they ask you? For information about Hymensphere. That's it? Yep. And then they flew off... Hey, Twig, are you friends with these dragons? They didn't kill you, right? So why don't we call them down and ask for directions? That's what I was trying to say. I would not consider us friends. 
Maybe I say we calm down. Uh, we hide. That's maybe not a good idea. I'm tired. Why are the uh, Twig's no. not telling <laughs> us something. Twig seems like he's a traitor or something. Why would the dragons not kill him? And now he's scared of the Listen. dragons. He sounds like, hey, I'm not smart. Well, but he, I'm not dead, dumb. I have an idea. Why don't we send <laughs> Twig out? To, I'm trying to trance right now, and you're screaming in my ear. Come on, come on, come on. Listen, I got a great idea. If, How about we put Philip on one of their backs and have him scout the area? Oh, listen, <laughs> Philip's about to get fucked up. If Twig is, if Twig's talked to him before, why don't we all go hide in a bush or something? Have calm down. Have Twig talk to him. Just. See, see what they know. You know, they want to attack Twig. They haven't attacked him before. Why would they attack him this time? I didn't antagonize him that time. Uh, I'd say we just all sit down here. They're not going to attack Twig. Do you think they're going to attack me? i say we go back to bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unanimous decision. You guys all got seven hours of sleep. I'm still uh, trying to trance to my last little bit. All right. Hey, yeah. Twig, you want to hang out with me on my watch? I'm tired. Come on, Twig. How about I need an hour? some sleep. Just an hour. What about you, Bomber? You want to hang out with me? No, I'm going back to sleep Damn until. Uh... What about you, Malcor? You want to hang out with me on my watch? How many hours of sleep did I get? Probably about like seven and a half to eight. So I'm like good in the hours? Yeah, you won't get the benefits until like the full thing yeah. is completed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll hang out with you. Okay. Right. I gotta make sure these dragons are out. Swooping nice down. Hang Sounds out. good. Thanks hang for out. Yeah, inviting me once again. Yeah. yeah, not a problem, man. Damn it. With all that said, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll catch you guys after the ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Hopefully, those ads weren't too bad for you. We're gonna pick right back up uh, with Kyle's part of the watch. So, go ahead and roll a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. You're amazed by these dragons in the sky. Mm-hmm. They're still flying over. And you're every once in a while you get to be like, hmm, make fire. Get attention. Fight dragon. And then you're like, no, Domezio said no. And you're like, but would it be fun. <laughs> Eventually you, you puzzle on this for two hours and just as about your just as you are about to get the courage to finally light something on fire and like get their attention, the sun is rising, the dragons drift off, and everybody else wakes up. And surprisingly, when you guys wake up, Zor is not dead. <laughs> Neither are we. Neither are you. Um, but you do notice that your friendly neighborhood, Bomber, is not waking up. This son of a bitch is always sleeping. <laughs> You're not really sure, but uh, Kyle, you think you heard him take a drink of something last night, and it's probably knocked him on his ass. He's probably going to be out for a little bit. But He made himself some sleepy time tea. He's yeah. missing an action in a coma. <laughs> Alcohol. In the meantime, we do have some rolls to do for the day. Um, so... What would you guys like to do as far as a roll? Twig is probably going to be taking perception. Let's see. Because I don't really I will take a nature check. Nature check? Okay, go ahead and roll your nature check. You're looking for moss and stuff, trying to figure out north. Oh, wait. What about the... Is that the roll for the potion stuff? 
You didn't do it. Yeah, that's fine. Oh. Um, okay, Kaya Rusk has Mage Armor. Yeah, that's assumed. And eight at level three. Yeah, targeting U3. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, How so much does that give us? As long as you know... Five? Uh, no, 15, because I'm casting 15. a level three. As long as you notate it on your spell sheet, then yeah, you can do that. Um, and as far as rolling for herbs, uh, roll a d20. Just a flat. Nineteen. All right. You managed to find some extra herbs. Um, it was hard because you did walk a lot during in the dead area of the forest, so you didn't really find much. But you did find a mushroom that you are believe could be of use in your healing potion. Okay. So before I found half, so how much would this be? Like fraction. This is like a fraction. Like nowhere near as good as the half, but you also spent your entire day specifically searching for it versus this was more of a passive thing. And the general area that you were in did not bode well for herbalism. Because it was all dead. I spent yesterday searching. The day before you spent your entire day searching. That was your that was your passive, skill check. That's what I was rolled for. Okay. Yesterday, this was your passive. Yeah, I was collecting. Passive. Yes. Okay. Yes. So now you can roll your nature check. The thing that we talked about before that we wanted to change. That's what you were doing. A one. Oh. Okay. You got those dragons in your head. You can't get it out, man. It's like. <laughs> You know there's dragons, and part of you is, like, terrified, but also part of you is curious, and you're like, what the fuck? Trying to put the pieces together. Um, all right, so what do you two want to do? I was thinking I'm going to do, I guess, investigation. Investigating for what? Well, I was going to help you tell me. Uh, um, <laughs> I guess, like, looking for satyr tracks... Or, I was going to say Seder droppings, but that would be weird. Um, <laughs> or, like, signs of, like, I was say civilization, but they probably don't live in, like, like, like cart tracks, or, like, a trail, or, like, a path with, like, Seder so prints. So, looking for tracks is more survival than it is investigation? Hmm. Investigation is, like, the... Tomb Raider inspecting something like spinning the item in like the the Square Enix Tomb Raider games. Okay, can I look at a map? Yeah, my map and uh, that has no longer got a dread counter on it. Yep, and try to like use it as like a map at the mall where it says you are here. Try and find where here is on the map, and try and figure out which way we need to go. How far? Go for it. All right. Seven. Having a really hard time yeah, today. Yeah. Um, I don't have much to work with here. Kyle, what are you <laughs> thinking? What is Zor going to be doing today? Zor would like to sit and pray. Sit and pray? Um, he wants to pray to find some inner energy to give him a sense of direction. He's asking no, for prayer. Power of prayer. <laughs> power of prayer. He's go, a very spiritual. Go ahead and oh, make no. a religion check. Oh no, God! Five. Oh man! Oh, well, that's man. eight. 
Our rolls for the day are bad. They're bad. This is a bad Twig and Philip are going to be using perception to see what they can see. And try and find Gipper's asleep. <laughs> and Gipper's asleep. So no matter the only thing that would have saved you was a natural twenty, and they did not roll a natural twenty. So it's going to be a rough one today, my friends. <laughs> but before we get started on that, <laughs> we have some other roles that Sam and Kyle need to do. Oh, oh, All right. So, <laughs> I need con- two different constitution saves from both of you. One for the void poison and one for the dread counters. Oop, shit. I can't go. On who? I guess so. Ooh, one was oh, a nat 20. Oh, heck okay. yeah. Constitution? Yeah. Uh, 22 and 20. Okay, and what'd you get? You got a natural 20 on one, and what was the other? Um, I got a 5, but that's 8 plus my... Well, that's not a saving throw, is it? It is a saving throw. I put guidance Okay, so too. then I get proficiency, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's, a, that's 5 plus 3, that's 8 plus 3, that's... 11. 11. Plus 3 for my charisma... Plus your guidance, okay. that's 14, plus now roll a d4. This is really going to make or break it. <laughs> Four. Four. Okay. Thanks to the yeah. Nice. Okay. That's pretty good. Nice. This, that was a good roll. <laughs> I like that guidance. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. So let me that's go... Mm-hmm. I don't need to that because this is going to be rough. <laughs> oh, God. I rolled a one. I haven't had a good rolling day at all today. It's been horrible. Till the end, I think. Yeah. One. It's been kind of like. Okay. So. Let's see. How many. Uh. How many counters are you guys going to have for today? Let's see. 9,000. It's okay. <laughs> Cthulhu. <laughs> Cthulhu. It is the Cthulhu head. Okay. Let's see. What's the first encounter for today? Ancient dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe. Maybe. No. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, just, maybe. He, throws, he throws that thing on oh, the battlefield right over there. Yeah. We're on the ancient dragon, <laughs> too? <is> bad. <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing that one. We already did that one. Lame. Oh no. oh no! Is it another one like what we had before? No, he rolled again and he's laughing. I am laughing because it's it's just standard. It, I mean, it's kind of more along the lines of Zog. <laughs> Is the challenge rating higher now? Oh, good. that makes those? me happy. No difficulty of encounters. Huh? No. Huh. Where was I? Oh, I need I need two of these. Okay. Okay. Eventually throughout the day, Twig says to 
um, to Demezio. What do you have there? You're holding up the map. Oh, uh, this is a uh, like a little bit of like a makeshift map kind of thing. I got. It doesn't really seem to be working right when I show them. You only bring this up now. I thought that you like knew where you were going. <laughs> to a point, a map is very helpful. I didn't want to assume that you needed a map, Twig. I mean, I thought you all had it like locked in like this, like last vault of yours up here. You had a map this whole time. Are you kidding me? You were with me when we got it. No, he wasn't. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned it in the tavern, though, and you were definitely there. It was when me and Zorb went through another level of this craziness. Uh, I only remember this dread counter shit. That's what they got it from. Oh. Yep. It's a usable. It's usable. You know, the dread counter. Oh, he took did the guy. Took it off. They yeah. took it off. Yep. Oh. Well, he didn't tell my character about that, did he? No. Okay, he hasn't so. mentioned anything about it. Oh. Well, who took it off then? <laughs> Julian. In your okay. dream. Oh. So I had like this dream, and he like took it off there. It was great. Oh, all right. Well, this guy yeah. named Julian took it off. Map. Is this the first time you mentioned Julian? Yeah, I think so. That's why I mentioned it, because I'm just trying to see if they have any issues. Uh, Kyle, roll a history check. Eight. That's, uh, what's that? Minus Intelligence. One. That's a seven. Nope. Kyle has no remembrance of this, so... Cool. All right. Does Julie or does uh, Geo? Nope. I don't have any memory of this. Of Julian? Mm-hmm. Of Julian as a character. That's what he is making a rule for. I think he, he is not. You have never met Julian. Yeah. Kyle has. You have never remember. had an opportunity to run into him because of where you were at. But Kyle's section of Mogus had a chance to run into Julian. Oh, so I have no chance of knowing. Exactly. When you give Twig the map, he says, oh, this is so much better. And he points in a, dir- in a direction and he says, tally-ho, which is just like, it's like maybe <laughs> like 15 degrees off of where he was going, uh, leading you. He, he leads just off into the forest and his four, four foot frame just disappears in the brush. But you do see like a single feather just kind of sticking up <laughs> out of his cap and it's as it waddles. Um, <laughs> and That's fantastic. Following him, probably about an hour, you run into um, what's the best way I can say this? You find your way to a river. The river that Twig has mentioned several times. One that runs north and, north and south, cutting the, the forest in, into two. And he says that this is the river that will lead you to the satyrs. When he says that, you hear a noise coming from the water down a little farther. And upon looking, you see there are two satyrs currently in the water, splashing each other. Like Wait, water. you weren't kidding. This thing is great. It led us right to two of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. And then he says, Hey, you guys! And he's starting to wave, and as he says that, um, there are two other satyrs that approach from the other side of the... or that come out of the brush from the other side of the river, bows drawn, 
and pointed at you guys. So I will give you a chance to try and communicate with the satyrs. But they're basically saying in Sylvan, does anyone speak Sylvan? No. I, I speak Elvish. It'll be very interesting if it did. I think he gets Sylvan because he's a Strig. Look up a Strig. It's from Humblewood. Let's see. Strig. Humble. Because this is going to make a break. It doesn't say, so what I'm going to do is leave it up to a die roll. If he speaks Sylvan or not? I don't have the book on me, and his character sheet is currently no, at my house. So. See, like, stuff in and just rolled a 19. So he knows Sylvan for right now. If he doesn't, I will change it later. But uh, you know Elvish. You guys don't know Sylvan. No. So Twig begins to speak in this foreign tongue. It Sam, it, you kind of pick up on some words. It's like, it, it's kind of like Latin and Greek. You so speak like Greek. Us trying to listen to somebody from certain dialects in Ireland or or Scotland. Uh, and it's like really hard to understand, but you pick up a little bit here or there. Kind of, but it's more, it's still an entirely different language. So it's, it's derivative. So, so Elvish is derivative of Sylvan, just like how Greek and English are are derivatives of Latin. Mm -hmm. So it's more like certain words remain the same and you pick up on them, but generally you don't understand most of it. Um, as Twig begins to speak, you see at first he's very defensive and he throws his hands up and eventually he's able to calm down. Well, I don't want to say eventually, automatically assuming he's going to calm down. So this is going to be Twig. This is going to be... Oof. There's a lots back, lots of back and forth. Conversation goes on for what seems like hours. Well, I shouldn't say. It's, it goes on for a long time. 10, 15 minutes um, of just increasing tension. Eventually, uh, the other satyrs from the river that were splashing each other see what's going on and come out and approach you guys both speaking Sylvan, um, <clears throat> to Twig. Twig then does say one word in English that you guys, or in common, that you guys do pick up on. He says the word, or the name, George. And the second he says George, because you have mentioned George's name before, all the satyrs drop their weapons, and then they all say George? And like, almost in unison. And they then begin to not pat Twig on the back, but like welcome him and the vibe of the conversation just changes. After that, Twig looks to you all and says, well, we almost died, but luckily, luckily, apparently these people were friends of George. They're going to, they're going to lead us to their home now. Back to the Sayers. Is this the roll that you rolled and she smiled and shook your head? <laughs> yeah. It was one of the helpful... It was... How did I have it breaking down? I have harmful encounters and on there was satyrs. 
and because you have a twig and he has not died because he knows Sylvan, he's able to help you guys. That's lucky. Yeah. So, rolls were in your favor tonight. And this is also why you don't kill your guide, because the guide might know a language that you don't. <laughs> and then also <laughs> proceed. <laughs> and then proceed to roll very well. Well, I shouldn't say roll very well. He rolled a five and they rolled a three. <laughs> in their conversation Ray checks. rolled slightly less shitty than they did. Yep. So, that is going to count as the first encounter for the day. Lucky you guys. Experience. We did nothing. Twig did at all. <laughs> Twig did. Twig literally did it all. You're not going to get anything for that. But let's see what we roll for the second encounter. And now you have they speak four satyrs. No, they only speak Sylvan. That's inconvenient. Very inconvenient. I mean, it's not like they, you know, live in a Sylvan forest full of Sylvan creatures and have never ventured outside of the world. It's called Kabe for a reason. It's the most common language, like (laughs) English, but there's still areas that only speak, like, other languages. Okay. So, let's see what we're going to get for the second encounter. A dragon. You had to say dragon. had to say dragon, Sam. <laughs> Did you I roll it? to say dragon. No, I didn't, but now I'm rolling on the table that includes the dragons. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, here's hoping that we don't die. I don't know why I said we. I'm not the one who's dying. <laughs> Alright. Give us good luck. I'm not doing that one. That's the one that almost killed you on the first day. <laughs> Was that Displacer Beast? Yep, I rolled Displacer Beast again. Oh, come on. Displacer Beast. Dude, Displacer Beast. Fine. Just your head again. <laughs> Displace your head. <laughs> Twins! Alright. Alright. Let's see how bad it is. Are we doing it again? No. Oh, no, I rolled a different one. But this one arguably might be just as bad. Oh, great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to find out Andy doesn't have any easy encounters on his table. It's just straight all... wrecking balls. That yes. is incorrect. There are several easy encounters. Uh, by whose definition? <laughs> I literally just let you get away with one by meeting the satyrs and having to have a conversation That's true. with them. <laughs> See, those splice of these were hard. They were. Throughout your journey, for the uh, following the river down, as the uh, as the satyrs lead you, you see that the satyrs stop and put up the general motion for you to stop from behind, and it takes you a second. It takes all of you a second, but then you begin to hear rustling coming from the woods to your left, and then you hear it from the right. And then you hear bubbles coming up from the river. And you look around, and in the river you see this massive amount of foliage just come up from the bottom. And then it begins to stand and towers over you. Almost like... Um, a seaweed monster? Very close to a seaweed monster. But less of that, and more of... Let me get the picture up. Well, Sam, can you pull up the picture? Yeah, what's it called? A Shambling Mound. Oh, really? <laughs> Goodness gracious, Annie. 
feel like you've just taken all the worst monsters of like. Not, I did not, not make this table. I borrowed it. So, but like, why have we fought? At well, why have I fought most of these at some point and have horrible memories of them? So because someone, I'm a vicious person. No, <laughs> someone carrying gift. Okay. Or, uh, I'm, I'm assuming I carry. I'm assuming Zora's carrying okay. him because no one else is really strong enough to. Yeah. I just eat his traits in his backpack. <laughs> Coming out from the water, you see a mound of vines and mushrooms and. Uh, lily pads, leaves, everything that a river would collect just forms like. into this bipedal creature with two long, veiny arms. Well, viney arms, I should say. Um, it has oh, no. huge gaping maw. Uh, huge gaping maw, and on top you see many, many eyes that are just formed into the plant material. Uh, as this one rises, it lets out a shriek. Alerting the other ones. You have one more coming from the left. <laughs> full of tree vines and moss. And one more coming from the right. Oh, my <laughs> the river. How many total? Four? This is three so far. Oh, shit. And I think with that, we will end there for tonight's session. Enjoy the three shambling mounds, my friends. <laughs> That's it, everybody. Have a good one. Later. Later.